Hello, everyone. Woo! This is, <laughs> we're already wooing. It's such a great. It's such a great week. I'm so excited about this week of a star to steer her by, because we are on our 200th episode holiday Woo! spectacular. Yes. That's right, fucking jingle bells. Jingle all those bells. Call the Vulcans in with their jingly bells and their wind chimes and everything they've got because we are yeah. busting out all the stops this episode. Yep. As usual, well, after 200 episodes, you certainly know this is Ames. And after all this time, you couldn't forget Caitlin. This is Jake. <laughs> Love it. And unfortunately, it is still me. This is Chris. It is forever Chris. And I want to congratulate us because I think we've been we've been doing such a I want to say great, but it's also consistent. Mostly that we're yes. so consistent. We have we have brought you Star Trek banter and mm-hmm. tangents yep. for two hundred weeks now, for two hundred episodes, and also you know additional content that we throw in every so often. Yep, that's um, literally more than f- like what is that? That's like somewhat more than four years with no interruptions. It really is. Yeah. You could listen to yeah. us for that's... four years. Yeah. As we have. We've been doing yeah. this for so long. I think we only had one moment when Chris was sick or there was like blizzards or But even then we pandemics. were only like one day late, right? There we was, were just like ill so we posted Friday there instead was, of Thursday. Yep, there was one time where it was a day late because I was sick. There was, was another time oh, no. <laughs> There was another time where it went up late on a Thursday because I forgot it was Thursday and it was before <laughs> SoundCloud had scheduling but it was still up on thursday it counts it was it was but it wasn't up first thing i like that we're like i'm gonna pat us on the back for all the good we've done and now we're just like yeah but these were the times we fucked up no no, what i'm saying is you know (laughs) considering like you look at a lot of of podcasts especially when they're early days you know ones that have since become super we've we've always been consistent even when we were like very green and that's that's that is something I will definitely give us. What we're yeah. saying is, the other podcasts you listen to, they might have more listeners than us, but they don't fucking try as hard. So They don't have aims to keep them uh, <laughs> on the straight and narrow. Uh, speaking of the straight and narrow, we've got something really exciting planned for today. Uh, we're not going to be talking about specific epi- episodes of Deep Space Nine, which are in, we're in the middle of in our proper timeline. But we're going to do something super, super fun. You've probably noticed wink at the audience uh, that we are coming to you live because we're allowing our audience members and our our listeners to call in live and we're going to chat with you. We put together some fun and games. We have some great topics to discuss. I think it's going to be a load of fun. I think so too. Yep. I hope that we don't uh, embarrass ourselves and not have any callers call in though. That would be awkward as hell. Well, I'm here by the soundboard or the what is it fucking called? Phone? Call-in board? Do you mean the phone? I'm here. Yeah, the phone. The phone is blinking. I don't know what that means. <laughs> ring, I don't ring, motherfucker. What, I don't even remember what phones look like. So that it's means you're, you're, you're not just you today. You're also Roz. A little bit. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. All right. Well, boards are open. Let us take our first Live caller. Oh, we've got someone on the board. Hello. Hi, I'm calling in live. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for calling in live. Should Who's... I should I turn off my radio so there's no feedback because we're live? You I absolutely we were... should. 
I thought we were okay. going to give Rossi a fake number. How do you know it's Rossi? It's all yeah. his voice. Hey, He's whoa. been on here a bunch. He's Come like on. one of our three listeners. What? Oh, right. And I bet they're all going to call in today. Probably. <laughs> My name is Rames Jossi. Oh, hi, Rames. Is hi. it your first time listening? Ving Rames Jossi. First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> For reals. Oh, this How is already all the best. Live. How's that switchboard Aww. looking? Any other callers, Ames? Actually, if we don't mind, uh, <laughs> I can just take as many callers as we've got. So, Rossi, you're in for a party. Oh, who's our, boy. Who, who's our second caller? Hello, Hello? caller. You're live on the air with a Hi, start to steer her by. Oh, my God. Did I get through? I never get through. You are, and you're caller number 14. <gasps> who are the other 13? I don't know. Somebody Rossi. named Rames Jossie. You heard of him? Oh, that guy. That guy. Yeah, there was uh, a bunch of people letting us guy? know about our, our um, car's insurance or our, uh, our car's warranties expiring, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, so many of those calls. It's good to see you, Liz. It's good to, to hear you live on the radio, obviously. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you very much. Would you mind, Liz, if we got a third caller in on this game? What? I mean, I'm not feeling We're leaving this up company, to, but... to Liz? Jesus. We like Liz. Yeah, but, I guess okay. But the switchboard is also, the switchboard must just dictate what we're doing. So let's take this third caller. Hello, third caller. Hi, this is Carl from Minneapolis. Ahoy, hoy. I've, hey, Carl. I've, uh, good, it's good to see you guys. Happy 200th. Thank hey. you. Hey, How's Minneapolis? Uh, it's okay. How much snow? Uh, you know, it keeps snowing and then unsnowing. It's very difficult. It snows up? Uh, it snows, uh, you know, I always miss Boston in the fall. Fos fall is the best time it in is. Boston, in my opinion. True. But in Minneapolis, what happens is winter crushes fall. <laughs> so it's, it's, it takes something to, to well, uh, get used to. Carl, if it's any consolation, don't forget, we all missed fall in Boston this year. I know. I know. Yeah, it's still kind of like summery. Oh, no, I just right mean now. we're not really leaving our homes because it's oh, the end of the I world. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant because it's like 60 degrees all the time still because it's the end of the world. Well, that too. Either way, it's the end of the world. So now that everyone's here, what's everybody wearing? Nothing at all. I don't think this this no. kind of show. Yoga oh, it pants? isn't? I mean, we're all wearing yoga pants shit. though, right? Thought we were going to be doing party line shit. I thought this was going <laughs> to be like a, like a advice uh, college show. <laughs> Ooh. No one on this call is qualified to give anyone advice for anything. <laughs> well, wow, Jake, Jake could maybe give technical advice, but as far as like living advice goes, we're all a different brand of disaster. No, we but I could tell you that I could t I could tell you the top five lubricants to use with uh, your double PP'd Klingon lover. Oh my! Don't need that. Uh, oh well, I don't know. It's good. Good, just in case. Yeah. So sadly, this isn't a Fraser Crane talk show or anything. Uh, we actually are going to be playing a game with you listeners. Yay! I, I oh hope boy. you've been reading up on your Star Trek trivia. No, nope. I have not. 
Awesome. This I is going to be a low point game. Like soccer. Ames, I accidentally hey. buzzed in. Please help. How is this <laughs> happening? I didn't mean to. I was readjusting the screen and I touched the fucking, the button is like 40% of the screen. Right. So and my manual everyone, dexterity is bad. For okay? everyone listening and, and keeping track at home and, and playing along, as I hope you do, we're using a buzzer site to do uh, our trivia show. You guys are not on the buzzer site. Only our guests are on the buzzer site. But you guys can still play along while we put together a great night here at Quark's Bar. Come to Quark's. Quark's is fun. Yay. Something, something, don't walk, run. <laughs> what, was, what was the second bit? <laughs> I think it was just come to Quarks. Oh, yeah. Come to yeah. Quarks. Quarks is fun. Come right now. Come right now. Ah. Don't walk. Don't walk. Run. Run. Yay. All right. So Jake is already winning the trivia. You guys are way behind. I don't know. I didn't no. know the middle bit there. So Aww. yeah, he Jake doesn't get to. Jake isn't playing. Though. That's also true. I feel like letting Jake play this game would be just ridiculous because yeah. he could probably answer every question that we've come up with. I, I don't in know sleep. about that because there were. He didn't. Though. I didn't. There were, there were a couple that I came up with these. Me. Yeah, Ames was too good. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the warning. A lot of these questions stumped me when we were testing them, so... I'm looking forward to a zero-point game. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually be At the end of the game, all our contestants are tied at zero. (laughs) No, I can think of at least one list question that everybody will get some points on. List every named Excelsior class ship. Wow. Anyway... Let's let's launch into this, uh, because already I have a feeling this episode's going to end up being two hours long. Oh, uh, at minimum. As I said, we're using a, a site called buzzin.live to play our game. Everyone's logged in. There are going to be four types of questions in our trivia game. Normal questions, where it's just a question that has an answer. Matching questions, where you have a list of potential answers that you match to a proponent, a, a type. Five, a five questions, five answers, you mix, mix and matching them together. Yeah. The shit you loved in, like, middle school on yeah. an exam. You'd be like, all right, no essays, mix and match. Come on, come on, come on, you know. Yeah, and that then list questions. History majors and it shows. <laughs> for which you just list as many things in the category as you can. We'll mm-hmm. also be doing the Kobayashi Maru, so good luck, everyone. If everyone is logged in, then let us get on with the game proper. On with the show. Ooh, Starting ooh. with Caitlin. Woo! Set phasers to round one. Correct <sighs> answers are worth one point each. Uh, so apparently we're going to be kind and allow for poor spelling, vague answers and responses like, you know, that guy from the episode with the salt vampire? What's his name? McRoy? As long as we can tell you know it. Oh, I feel a little more confident now. Allegedly. Good news is... That's a big plus for me. You don't need to worry about <laughs> spelling in here because I don't think we have any spelling in this round. This is round one. I don't know. <laughs> well, right, we're not going to be nice about pronunciation. That's wild. Everybody ready for round one? Woo! Woo. All right. Sure. All right, guys. Oh, who? Uh, <laughs> James, what the fuck? Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> Ames, can you please reset? Don't buzz in until I've read the question. All right? Okay. All right, All right. here we go. For one point. Who introduced Miles and Keiko? Hey, James Rossi, what you got? Data. Let's see Data. Hey, Yay. Data, nice job. Also sometimes pronounced Data, but that's not his fucking name. All right, next question. How does Kirk ultimately defeat Nomad? Carl! Uh, through logic. Let's see logic. Can you be more specific? Uh, he convinces Nomad that he is fallible and therefore should destroy himself. Will we take that, judges? Hey, Carl! Nice, nice job. 
What is the title of Jake Sisko's novel? Oh. Carl again. Uh, Absalom. Uh, I know that that is not right. Liz. Is that the past is prologue? Oh, also wrong. Nah. Anybody? Steal. Uh, I am Jake. <laughs> yes, that's right. No, it's Nailed not. It. it is not. The answer, of course, is Anselm. Oh, oh yeah, the, I, 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 I got tongue tied. Yeah, yeah. Although, yep. ho- however, hold on. Point, point of order, though. Are we doing like half points or anything? Because isn't uh, past prologue? Isn't that the title of the book he's writing in? The episode uh, that we just watched a couple. No, weeks we're ago. not doing half points. Moving on. I mean, I wouldn't. Have- <laughs> <laughs> the the, the one that you. Nog tries to tries to edit. Maybe it I is. don't remember. It but is, is that episode aired yet? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Aired? It was sometime in the nineties, yeah. Chris. Well, any, yeah. Anything it's been, that's it's been because on. we're this. <laughs> everything we've recorded already will have aired before this because this is episode two hundred. Oh yeah, good point. Good point. Well, the only answer I have on my card here is Anselm, yeah. and all I do is read from the card. True. So and technically, it's <laughs> not a novel. I I don't know. If you guys want me to give, a we half don't point know that it was a novel, Jake. It might have been a short story. It might have been a novella. I I say no half points. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I, Liz. I tried. I, also, I, I love you, Liz. Your advocacy, Jake. Yeah, you're all right. Thank you. All right. Thank you for trying, though. Next all question. Right. Next question. What planet is Khan marooned on? Liz. This is SETI Alpha 5! Hell yeah, that is correct. I mean, is it SETI Alpha 5? Yes, it is! Uh, the slide says SETI <laughs> Alpha V. And my cat didn't even flinch. Uh, <laughs> uh, do we give half points? Uh, looks like Liz mispronounced SETI Alpha V. Uh, you said vague answers were <laughs> this okay. Teddy, yeah, I did Teddy say that, you're right. Alpha? This actually does remind me of Celebrity Jeopardy, that one where they have like mini driver on and she's like, but I is a letter, isn't it? And she like drew an I or some shit. Anyway, <laughs> hilarious 90s jokes or early 2000s. Uh, next question. <clears throat> I'm old. Uh, anyway. Actually, we're going on our commercial break. Oh, it's a commercial oh. break time. <gasps> Well, it's time for Please me to schmooze. Music during it's time these for me to schmooze with our guests. I want it to be like the match game theme, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that's Spanish flea. You're right. Damn it. This is all your fault. What have you done? All right. Hey, Carl, buddy. Hey, Caitlin. How's it going? How's it? It's good. How are you doing? Great. Well, listen, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but... Since you're here for our special 200th anniversary special, and we're doing this fun trivia game, we also thought we'd ask you to tell us who your ideal bridge crew is. And uh, we have a slide up here for you to make it easier, but as you can see, we're looking for your captical, I almost said, that's a word. (laughs) Your captain, medical, sciences, security, engineer, helm, Space of your choosing, so like, you know, bridge counselor, maybe, or your favorite yeoman. And, of course, a pet. Wonderful. Well, for Captain, uh, I have to choose Worf. Oh, uh, really? How come? He's done so many things. Uh, science, security chief, he's been a solo warrior. You know, he's the Charles Dickens character of the Star Wars, Star Trek universe. And uh, I just think that he, uh, he also was recently promoted to Captain of the Enterprise E in the Picard series, apparently. So it's ah. it's his time. I'm glad you have a great response planned, Carl. That's amazing. (laughs) I love that. Thank you. Now I feel really stupid because when I was answering these questions, I was only thinking about the captains. 
I have to rethink my whole fucking answer now. Oh, well, I'm gonna, we're Fuck. gonna want your answer ASAP, Caitlin. What, right now? I'm, I'm gonna take it right now. Well, I had said... You can fucking, change it later. I had said Ben Sisko, because he's my favorite captain. Sweet. That's the only reason. It's a good answer. I don't, don't be sorry at all. Well, Sisko's I'm, so, great, I'm yeah. still sorry. All right, uh... <laughs> What, how about for medical, Carl? I picked Boyce from the pilot. And for one reason, Bedside Manor. Yeah, we, he we only was see great. that one scene. Yeah. He's like counselor and doctor. And, and I bartender. Think interesting. And bartender, yeah. Yep, Dr. Bartender. Yeah, we liked no. him. We love him. And I, I feel ha- like they yeah. sort of tried to get that with McCoy, kinda. But I agree. He kinda he nailed it. If you're gonna yeah. have a pilot doctor, he's the right one. Absolutely. Uh, I went with uh, with Pulaski because yes. she gets nice. no yeah, goddamn yeah. respect and I love her. And she's a sassy bitch. And I agree, she was nasty to date in the beginning, but I also think that she grew as a character in the season that we had her. Yeah, and just and one if season, she, too. And if we'd had her for longer, we might have seen even, even, seen even greater growth. So, but that's Agreed. just me. Yeah. Well, how about for sciences, Carl? Uh, for sciences, I say Saru from Discovery. Hell uh, yeah. Because he can sense death. What else do you need in a science officer when you get right down to it? That's actually a really good point. That almost makes him a good pet when you think about it. He'd be like one of those hospital cats, you know, the ones that go and sleep on people's bed when they're going to die. Okay, Emperor Giorgio. No, I'm talking. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you heard about these cats that go and sleep on? Yes, but they're saying it was a joke. Oh, Jesus. I put. You're not going to like who I put for my pet then if you're upset about sentience. (laughs) Captain Cook. I put Spock as my science officer because he's the OG and he's full of logic and stuff. And I don't know. He looks Solid. good. Yeah. All right. How about your uh, how about your chief of security, Carl? Uh, I have Kira Norris as security chief. Uh, yeah. She is great as a leader and, you know, feeling guilty and, and conflicted and stuff. But if you put her on security, she's going to be she's going to be like the most creative security chief in Starfleet, I, I believe. I agree. Plus, she's she's kind of a she's kind of a kinky bitch in the mirror universe, so you feel <laughs> like right. she'd, she'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, again, I was being really lame and like in the box, so I said Odo, but I probably would have said Odo anyway because I love Odo. Uh, That's right. <laughs> you you could have said Odo as every every uh, crew. Member. I was going to, yeah. That was my original <laughs> I mean, he plan. Can, he can just Odo wearing a red shirt. Odo wearing an orange shirt. Odo wearing a blue shirt. Well, I, to be fair, I would have also had one Riker because he's also. I love Riker, but uh, anyway, uh, enough about me. How about uh, how about your chief engineer, Carl? I have Scotty, the original and the best. Me too, samezies, all for right. those exact reasons. Plus to stick it to Jordy being all disrespectful, bitch. <laughs> I don't think so. All right, and how about your helms person? Uh, I have Miles O'Brien, who was the helms person in the first episode of Next Gen. Yeah. And uh, you just have to have O'Brien around if you can. I believe someone's <laughs> got to suffer. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> agreed. This is very true. So free space is kind of cool. Wait, who's, this your, is like, who's your helm, Caitlin? Oh, my helm, Derp. I said Sulu. Nice. Because he's Sulu and he's great. He is great. Plus he likes, uh, you know, he does botany sometimes and sword play and such. So he can, well, he's, a, he's a mixed bag that that Sulu. All right. Sorry. So I did. I tried to jump the gun. So free space was like the one place where even an idiot like me could be open-minded and out of the box. So what did you think for your free space, Carl? 
<laughs> uh, I have communications for free space, and I have Mares from the animated series. Oh, <laughs> shit, I didn't because... think of the animated series. <laughs> well, there's not a lot of great characters in the animated series to choose from, but Mares, it's just great to have a cat for that post. You know, cats, you know, they can hear way better than humans. True. They can communicate with whiskers. Mm, yeah. uh, they can do a lot of things. It, we would probably make first contact with like 50 new species the first year alone. Of course, they the also might the then try to yeah, eat like say, 40 of them. Yeah, she'd have to be not, watched. Not, not good for well, uh, for Prime Directive stuff, but... No. Right. And not to uh, mix franchises, but you feel like if the child is really into that little ball on Mando's uh, ship, yeah. that she's going to be really easily distracted by yarn. Uh... Oh god, there's, there's the yarn people from Futurama. That would be a nightmare if they saying. ever crossed over. <laughs> My god, remember when Pavel had a laser pointer? But that he put up on, on, on a screen once? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Nearly decompressed the bridge when she tried to <laughs> punch through the viewer. Who's your free space, Caitlin? Well, it said whoever I want, so yeah. I said Luxana Troy. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> What's your position? Yes. Yes. Uh, her position is fucking feminist icon. <laughs> Reverse girl. What do you mean? She's an ambassador. We need them! Oh, yeah. Also, she's an ambassador. But mostly just because she's a bad bitch and I love her. That's fair. All right. And how about Pet Carl? This is arguably the most important question. Arguably. You know, uh, I, I had Mares for that too, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... I secretly was hoping that's what you were going to say. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought it. How I love that. And again, uh, this is where the yarn and the laser pointers would come in, in handy. Right. Uh, I'm a little mixed about my pets having titties, to be honest with you, but that's just me. Actually, no, I take it back, because my pet was Miles O'Brien. <laughs> what? Oh, they could play wow. together. He's very they loyal. Could. <laughs> very loyal, yeah. And, uh, you know, you scratch him right behind his ear. He does that little thing with his leg, you know? Just figured it was perfect. Only have to feed him potatoes. <laughs> Actually, if you fed your pets only potatoes, that would actually be unhealthy. Cats at least need the taurine. Well, anyway, I loved your answers, Carl, and I am very sad that I didn't have the same... uh, You had great answers too, Caitlin. You had totally great answers. Hey, thanks. I'm glad that you're all here to validate me. But no, like really though, I wish I had been more open thinking. I was really like limiting myself, so I will rethink it at some point. But I'm glad that we did this, and thank you so much, Carl, for being here. Thank you. Now on to the second half of round two. We're still in round one. One. The second half of round one is what I meant to fucking say. All right. How did you estimate the time on this? Badly. Let's keep keep playing, everyone. All right, Liz, next. All right, everybody ready? Who tells Picard that they built ships in bottles? James. Miles O'Brien. Show me Miles O'Brien. Oh, good kitty. Nice job, James. (laughs) But who was never a boy? That's not a real question. All right, up next. What are the whales' names that the crew brings to the 23rd century. Liz. That would be Grace and George. How do you say that in the native tongue? Or Gracie and George. All right. Show me Gracie and George. Yeah. Or yes, in the native tongue. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All 
right, Liz. Ooh. Next question. <laughs> All right. Shinzon is Picard's blank. Carl! Clone. Clone! Show me clone. Yes, clone is right. I thought it was like his mom. I don't know. I know, I've tried to bury that movie. I think we do I really see his mother it. in that one episode. That's true. But wasn't it yeah, a hallucination? It was a, wasn't that like the yeah, naked, naked now naked or some now shit? Hallucination. No, no, that's where they went to the edge of the universe where time oh, and that's reality right, where lost everybody all was meaning. So it, crazy shit, yeah. It might have been his mother. Who knows? Whoa. Whoa. Moving on? Moving on. Who stole Spock's fiance from him? Liz! Don? Don, did you say? With a Stan. Oh, Stan. S- with a Stan. With an S T. Show me Stan. Yeah, Don. He was from Jersey. Oh, I thought you, Stan, that's S-T. the thing. I thought you said Don. I was really confused. Nope. Show me Stan with an S T. Oh yes. I'm to the Sorry, Liz, you didn't pronounce both ends, so <laughs> we're gonna disqualify your answer. Being fair, if it was Don oh, Draper, yeah. he could take a lot of people's fiancés. That's true. That is true. one. Final answer in round one, everyone. Whoa! All right, guys, the last question in round one. What killed Captain James T. Kirk? Carl! A bridge fell on him. (laughs) Let's see a bridge. (laughs) Yeah! Nice job. Wonderful. All right, that is the end of round one, which means you don't have to hear me talking anymore. Ames, can we hear our scores at the Um, end of, of round one? Oh, shit. I didn't realize it was part of the plan. Good for us. Is that on the screen? Okay, good. Yes. All right. Tally, tally, tally. Right now, Rossi is in with two points. Yes, winning. Liz, however, are tied with three points. Bullshit. (gasps) It's a close, (laughs) close game. It's tight. It's tight. And you know what? You know what we're going to hit next? Oh, actually, we're going to commercial break. Damn it. Sorry, I thought we were going on the next (laughs) round. Apparently, Apparently, I've... put our our next commercial break here uh in which we're gonna get to know more of our more of our contestants oh boy i'd like to get to know liz but that's just in real life how's it going liz it's all right, you know, just kind of hanging in there. Got a cat sleeping on me. Oh, good cat. Oh, big ginge. I wanted to know about your ideal bridge crew, liz, because I think you're gonna have really good answers. So it's interesting. So I, I didn't approach it as like I, I didn't pick fav- straight up favorites. I I approached it conceptually. Like you tried to build uh. who would work together as a team, or yeah, I made like a fantasy a fantasy ship for a specific like for, with a specific theme, and this is you know more or less for diplomacy. Ooh, oh, I, I like it. that. Ooh. I like that a lot. Oh god, no! Did I have everybody selected? Because I, I had like two or three choices for a lot of these, and <laughs> had to just decide. I I changed my mind on my captain this morning. Ooh. So for my captain, yeah, tell me more. I was debating between. I had it down to like three, but ultimately <laughs> I went with Cisco. Nice, yeah, solid, very solid. Because like because he he's very experienced with diplomacy, but also he's he's ready for battle where needed, and he's reliable in both. Awesome. Do you want to know who my my captain was? Captain, I thought was one of the hardest questions in this list. It's tough. Yeah. I ended who did up you go going with, with Riker. Because I think Riker is very well-rounded. Because you want to look at somebody who's who's got the diplomacy angle, but also can kick some ass. And I thought yes, I thought Riker like kind of encapsulates all the qualities. He also Good makes choice. a mean yeah, pizza. Hell yeah, that's the most <laughs> important gr- quality. Not a great omelet, though. <laughs> not a great omelet. <laughs> Bad eggs, good pizza. Who right. knows? He may have learned. 
How about your CMO, Ms. Liz? So this was this 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 is where things took an interesting turn. I decided to promote someone into into the position, oh, and that promotion went to Alyssa Ogawa. Oh, wow! Nice. That's great. Nice. Much she deserved because she's she's very reliable. She's always proved to be competent. She was she was part of the action all the time, and she was ready to to you know break the rules when when it was the right choice, as in the case with uh, Crusher investigating that uh, Ferengi uh, death. Yeah, and I think in I think in I want to say. Future Imperfect, the one where Riker is kind of s- seeing oh, an yeah. alternate future that was actually a small child's projection. I think we see her as a doctor in that one. Do we also see a right. Dr. Ogawa in the one where Worf is bopping around dimensions? Or am I making that up? I don't remember. Maybe. Well, we definitely that saw Ogawa, but I don't remember. If she... No, yeah, you're right. She was doctor there, I think. I don't remember, yeah, but, but she no, definitely like wasn't right. with the Riker. I don't think she was the CMO, though. She was just Went from nurse to doctor. Mm. No, she's still a solid choice. Yes. Yeah, my, my choice is less solid because my choice is a hologram because it's the EMH. Oh, that's a solid choice. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, it's not yeah, not solid. Actually solid. Uh, um, no, but hard light or whatever. Yeah, just because I think he actually has all of the medical knowledge that exists and he'd be very useful. Plus, he's a great singer. Mm. Truth. Oh. Uh, who is your science officer? So for my science officer, I ultimately decided to go with Saru. Yay! Um, because not only is he just great all around, he's also a first contact specialist, and you definitely want that on a diplomatic ship. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I went with the obvious answer. The, the, the answer that should be too obvious for someone like me, who is Data. Because <laughs> Data is science. He just is science. <laughs> it's true. He is science incarnate. Data equals science. Chief of, Chief of Security was the hardest one for me for some reason. Interesting. This is the one where I only ever had one choice, and once I realized it, I didn't want to pick anyone You're else. Kidding? Who's your choice? I went with Shax from. Uh, oh my Lower god! <laughs> That's because, actually yeah. Because, listen, okay. He's 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 big and aggressive, so you need you need a you need a bulldog on your side, you know, in case things go pear shaped. Uh, he is, but he's also very aggressively supportive. Of his crew, he's willing to lay down his life for for the for the good of the ship. No spoilers. And uh, he's also a cat person, it seems. So you know, that's nice. Yeah. No, that's a that's a good answer. Like I I know we've said a couple of times in the show that I'm not the biggest fan of Lower Decks, but I do enjoy Shax. I think he's a good character. I I find him delightful. That's awesome. See, my answer I fi- my answer finally solidified. Literally in our last week's episode when we covered For the Uniform, and I realized, damn, Eddington's got skills. sabotage all your shit. Well, yeah, but if you want, if he's on your team, then he's doing it for you. So all you gotta do is keep Eddington loyal. That's the hard part. So loyal Eddington specifically. Yes. Yeah, no, that's legit. Like, he knows all this, all this great, like, sabotaging stuff, all these great ways to to fuck over a fleet like i i enjoyed him and thoroughly. he's well read oh yeah well he's read at we least we know one he's book. read les miserables we don't know he's read anything <laughs> that's else that's true he might not have even read les miserables that could have been a lie he maybe just like saw the musical once and thinks he's like oh i hope it was not the crappy one i watched oh god i hope he loves the musical he like sits in his quarters all day just belting out one day more <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to move on though, because yes. I want to talk about I want to talk about engineering with Liz. Oh, okay. what's a good engineer so, for Liz? I went for Sylvia Tilly. 
Okay, I love Tilly. She's smart. She's she's a good worker. She's a team player. She knows when to make hard decisions, even if it affect, affects her personal relationships. And she's just good at science and excited about science. I like people who are excited about, you know, science and machines and stuff. That's awesome. I went a very similar route with someone who was very, mm. very excited about science. I also went the discovery route because my answer is Jet Reno. I knew it would be. It's nice. She is her. the nice. highlight of discovery for me. She hasn't been in nearly enough season three yet, which is aggravating but i enjoy jet reno and i enjoy tignataro's portrayal especially because she's just so <laughs> sass yep. i really should have just created the bridge crew that would have been the sassiest bridge crew <laughs> <laughs> that would be a hell of a crew to assemble yeah. mm-hmm. on, on a, a crew like that who would your helms person be liz so for my helms person i went with cristobal rios yes. from picard and I actually I have him listed as Cristobal Rios and Frank. <laughs> yep, that's, perfect. that's perfect because that's also my answer. So what? we, we agree yes. profusely, Liz. Rios, Rios. And I mean, because if things go awry, he can get you out for sure. He's great. I love I love him a, a, like a whole lot. I love him so much. He's also easy on the eyes, which doesn't hurt. Mm. Doesn't hurt. Oh, not at all. Soccer. Free I don't know if that's is... innuendo, but I like it. <laughs> uh, it is now. Uh, in your... <laughs> You, you, Likes to I, kick I've the given balls. everyone a free space, especially just because I, I, I wanted to make sure people who don't fit into a normal bucket get a chance to be on your crew. And I, I hope you, yeah. I hope you put someone fun, Liz. Is your saying bucket so, a uh, foreshadowing, Ames? No. <laughs> oh no. So I, I, this is so like I narrowed everything down to two categories, and then I had three different people for each category. So. <laughs> I'm not good at decisions sometimes. Um, I was debating between diplomat and counselor because I feel like there's not enough mental health being addressed in Star Trek. Though I've, now that I've caught up with Discovery, I stand corrected. I'm very happy about that. But I decided to go with my diplomat, and that's Kalar. Oh, wow. Ooh. Oh, she's a great choice. Thank you very much. Where's I thought Kalar so, too. Uh, Worf's, Worf's first wife. Alexander's mother. Oh, yeah, she fucking rocks. Wait, I guess they weren't actually That's married. a great choice. That's an amazing Thank choice. They never Thank said the words. Much. Nope. Yeah, my my helmet or my uh, free space uh, character is the one I filled in last because it's the one that I did read about for so long. I was very close to saying Rand, but then I realized I didn't I didn't want to just say Rand with the hell of it. I wanted to pick someone who would actually be have a lot of different skills, have so many skills, and can take on so many roles that it could only be Garrick. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Because who doesn't need an assassin in their in their bridge crew? And a tailor. I think and you mean a gardener. Taylor, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Taylor. Taylor. A simple mm. tailor. Simple tailor. All right. One, one category left. Who's your pet? So for until this morning, it was lizard spot because I was feeling saucy. <laughs> oh, gosh. It was yeah. no de-evolved spot. That's good. Yeah. But now that I've caught up in Discovery, it's got to be grudge. I want a gigantic fluffy kitty who is a queen. Oh, she's beautiful. She's so beautiful. Did you see the photo of, uh, so of the two different cat actors they have who play grudge? Yes. They're so pretty. Cause, oh my God. They're so yeah, pretty. Grudge I is my, grudge is my answer, the... too. Because Grudge yeah, is book just Holden, so both of them. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, I said it ages ago. Right. If Chris didn't hear what I just grudge said. Grudge is also just, like, really calm under fire. So, you know, you can't go wrong yeah, with that. Yeah, she's a beautiful kitty. So so I may, I, I may have also, just as a thought process, assembled two other bonus crews. I I can put this all to later. We can skip this for now. I just wanted to put it out there that I, I overthought this considerably. Noted. Noted. We may have time later. I'd say let's move sure. on for now, and, and I'm certain we'll have we'll circle back. Really? Well, and Good. even if we don't, we have that awesome tumbler we could use. Mm. True. 
All right, well, I would like to move on with the game because we're already... I'm ready. We, we've been chatting for a little bit. Let's move on with the game because the next round that we're going to be playing is a matching round. Bonjour, Ooh. mon capitaine. You have been summoned to a round of god matching. The Q continuum will bestow upon you one point for each omnipotent being you correctly match with their insurmountable power. Tally ho. <laughs> Tally fucking ho. I'm really excited to end this round with two points. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're going to get two points? No. He already oh, has no, two he points. Thinks he's going to get no points. He already has his two points. <laughs> All right. Oh God. So our, our bank of potential answers for the listeners at home, keep a, keep a good ear on these. <sighs> The answers are going to be A, the wormhole aliens. A.K.A. B, the prophets. The prophets, yes. B, the god of Shakari. C, the Scytherians. D, General Trelane, retired. E, the Edo, the, I'm sorry, the Edo god. I think that's how that's pronounced. It's been a long time. F, the Metron. G, the Organians. H, Heaven Uxbridge. I, Apollo. And J, Nagilam. All right, everyone. Which of the following omnipotent entities the crew encounters snatches the Enterprise with a green hand? Any takers? Rossi! Uh, I didn't mean to... Uh, the Metron. I'm sorry, no. Carl. Ooh, Apollo. That is correct. Thank you, Carl. Huh. I thought the answer was Jolly Green Giant. Uh, ho, ho, ho. All right. Ho, ho, Which of the omnipotent <laughs> entities traps the Enterprise in a hole in space? Rossi. Uh, the Metron. I'm sorry. No. Are you just? <laughs> I was real sure this yeah, time. I, I really like your 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 strategy, but uh, the Metron is not correct. Um, I'm gonna come out of this with one point. Damn it. <laughs> It'll be right eventually. Just keep guessing the Metron. <laughs> Carl. Nagilum. That is correct. Damn. Nice. Holy shit. Like one last question I'm going to know the answer to. All right. Which of the omnipotent entities chases the Enterprise with a planet? Rossi. Why, it's the Metron. <laughs> it is not the Metron. Are <laughs> uh, you going to start taking points off for obvious bullshit? <laughs> no, I think it's no great. Way. This whole show is obvious bullshit. Be real. But does Liz actually know it? I'm just going to guess the Edo God. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Uh-oh. Carl, yeah, well, chance to steal. Uh, the uh, God of Shakari. Nope, also incorrect. Damn. I'm going to wait to tell you who is actually correct at the end, though. Just to make it harder oh. for everyone. Oh, God damn it. Uh-huh. All right, which of the omnipotent entities doesn't understand baseball? Rossi. I voted oh. early. Sorry. That's fine. I'm going to take your answer anyway. Uh, it's wormhole aliens. It is the wormhole aliens. I'm surprised. Actually, you didn't say well, Metron. let's be fair. I think every answer is correct. That's true. They probably don't. <laughs> none of them probably understand baseball, if we're being really honest. I mean, Kevin Uxbridge might. Well, I was thinking the same thing, Liz. All right. But the, the answer I was looking for, obviously, was the wormhole aliens. Next, who draws the beings to themselves using a probe? Rossi. The Metron! Uh, I'm sorry, but no. Uh, Liz! Uh, the Organians? Oh, very close, but no. Carl? Uh, Trelane. Oh, also no! 
Oh damn! Yeah, these are these are not easy. Because hmm. also we have met so many omnipotent entities over the course of our time. Yeah, there are way too many in the universe. And they're yeah. mostly in TOS. So our next potential god entities pit two races champions against each other in combat. Rossi. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, F, the Metron. That is correct. <laughs> yes. <Yay! laughs> oh, I'm so happy yes! when that came up. <laughs> I was so afraid you were going to not yes. choose the Metron. <laughs> that would have been great. As a gag, you're like, this time I won't say the Metron. Fuck! All right, our, our next uh, omnipotent entity killed the Hoosnock. Rossi. F. No! <laughs> Seriously? The I'm Metron. Sorry. I'm sorry, no. Ugh. Liz, do you know it? God, I mean, the Husanak is familiar. I'll go with the Sitherians. Oh, I'm sorry, no. Do you and happen to know, Carl? The, uh, <laughs> the Edo God? Nope. These are, these are not easy, but good, good. This is really goddamn hard. Yeah. I only recognize like half of these god you beings. Know, see, I, I I just feel better that I'm that everyone else is as close as I am. This makes me feel. Oh, I know. No, this is good. Answers. This is a challenge. I'm into it. When we were vetting these, I only didn't recognize two of them. I thought it was going to be You're easy. You're so smart, Chris. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why <laughs> we're glad you were not over here. Remember that show on our, Comedy our Central, next... Beat the Geeks? I remember that. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, I forgot all about that. that. Oh, we would not be able to beat. No, the geeks. I don't think no. so. No. All right, we have three more potential omnipotent, omnipotent entities. Why did I write it this way? Mm. God, I was going to ask you that, too, that you, the word omnipotent should never be said this much. No. You could just say all-powerful. Oh, I could just say god entity. I'll do that. So which of sure. our god entities overheats everyone's weapons because they believe in peace? Carl. I think that's Shakari. It is not. Rossi. I thought Carl was going to get it. Um. <laughs> well, that makes two of us. Is it the Metron? God damn it. God damn it. It's You could actually try, it's, Rossi. It's getting funnier and then less funny and then funny again. That's how comedy works. You got to keep going. You got to push through the awkward back into the hilarious and right. get Rossi's doing it. Liz, do you know who everyone who uh, overheated everyone's weapons? Uh, the Organians? Correct! Yay! Oh, thank God. I knew they had a peace treaty, so I was like, is that Oh, yeah, you're right. Yep, the Organian treaty. All right, two yeah. more. Who lives at the center of the galaxy? Carl! Shakari. That's correct! <laughs> nice job, Carl. Uh, Finally. <laughs> and the last one, which I think is the hardest one. Oh. Who protects their quote-unquote children from outside threats? Rossi. <laughs> Not the Metron. <laughs> Not going to be the Metron. You could actually try for a point here, you know. You could. Uh, Jay. Say again? Jay. Nagilum? Nagi did, we answer, did we say that one yet? It is yeah. not Nagilum. It, yeah. Is it Kevin Oxbridge? <laughs> you can't just look all the answers. Liz, you know. Protect their children uh, from outside threats. Uh, I was going to say Trillane, but that's not right, but it's I'm going to stick with it anyway. Please, please guess Carl? F. I think it's, it's the Edo it's God. <laughs> that is correct. It is the Edo God. Yay. Oh, that was, oh, that was unknowable. Carl he was the one guess. who said Wesley had to die, yep. I believe. 
That's correct. Oh. Yeah. So for, for everyone following at home, the answers were Snatches the Enterprise with a green hand was Apollo. Who traps the Enterprise in a hole in space was Nagilum. Who chases the Enterprise with a planet is obviously General Trelane, retired. The thing. wormhole aliens don't understand baseball. The beings who drew themselves to the to, drew beings to themselves using a probe was the Cytherians. They were the ones that gave um, Barkley 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 special powers using a probe. Oh. Uh, pit two races against each other <clears throat> in, in in combat was the Metron. Who killed the Hoosnock was Kevin Uxbridge. I killed them all. I killed who the Hoosnock. Who killed the Hoosnock? Who overheated everyone's weapons because they believe in peace was the Organians. Who lives at the center of the galaxy is the god of Shakari. And who protects their children from outside threats was the Edo god. Specifically, protects them from Wesley. Thank you for playing god matching, everyone. Judge King's godly points tally. After that round, now, Carl has leapt into the lead with seven. Oh, and wow. Liz and Rossi Oof. both trail well with four points. Oh, shit. Ooh, oh, I'm sorry, Liz. Yeah, that's, that's embarrassing. The Metron. <laughs> <laughs> Just guess the Metron for every question for the rest of the game. It's going to no. work out. When in doubt, the yes. Metron. Jake is up. Computer program, round two. <laughs> nope. Nice read. What is it? <laughs> nice read, Velma. Oh, there's a comma there. Oh, I understand how it goes now. <laughs> <laughs> computer well it I, the comma was confusing computer program round two <laughs> sorry jake i love you <laughs> holy shit that was brilliant all right everyone breathe, breathe. we have to get through this oh we've been going over an hour <laughs> all right correct answers are now worth two points each the questions are getting harder, Actually. Rossi, and so is Commander Riker. Uh. Nice. That's my favorite joke in the slideshow, so I'm, I'm glad we laughed over it. All right, let's see the first question. What beverage changes color when your bartender serves it to you? Carl. Is that the uh, Sumerian sunset? Show me Sumerian sunset. <sighs> Yay, there we go. Oh, Correct. Damn, Carl. Well I believe done. it is... Uh, data that serves that. We also see Quark. Does our Quark yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does too. Or somebody at some point. But too? Data does it right before he loses his memory. Yep. <laughs> okay. Next question, please. According to Riker, what kind of women don't go with jazz? Jazz. James. Blondes. Show me blondes. Blondes is correct. I Holy have shit, no Rossi, idea. How the fuck do you know that? <laughs> no idea. Well, does Rossi just knows what kind of women go with jazz? <laughs> Did the Metron tell you? I, 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 I want Rossi to guess the Metron. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I think it's better that he got no, it. That's amazing. That's Good job, Rossi. Wow. Metron made two women fight each other. <laughs> I'm the winner. All right. Uh, <laughs> next question, please. What is the first race we meet from the Gamma Quadrant? Now that excludes Odo. James. The Tosk. Show me Tosk. Mm. I am Tosk. That's that is name. correct, Rossi. Good yeah. job. Damn, James. Wow. Okay, next question, please. <laughs> what does Charlie Evans do to Yeoman Tina Lawton in a fit of rage? Carl. Uh, I believe he spanks her. 
Please no. Show me. Yeah, it's totally gross. Spanxer. That is incorrect. Sorry, Carl. Anybody care to steal? No. Hold on. Rossi? Makes her disappear? Show me makes her disappear. Are you out of your Vulcan mind? Uh, (laughs) That is incorrect. All right. Well, let us see. What is the correct answer? Turns her into an iguana. Yeah, that's that's the, the Star Trek playbook. Carl, I understand the confusion, but I think you were thinking of my uh, my fanfic. Sorry about that. Oh, that is a good Your fanfic. fanfic great. He does make Rand disappear. Oh, mm, that's, that's right. right. God, yep. I don't remember right. this now. And the other thing he yeah. likes to do is like take off faces, right? Yeah, he yeah. makes that one, one person's face oh. go away. No, as a group of people. He just takes off a group of people's Oops. faces. Well, one we, we see. Only, one we see, but it's, yeah. And then he just turns somebody else old. Yep. All right. Well, oh, next okay. question, please. He's a dick. Oh, commercial break. Well, James, <gasps> you've been cleaning up this round, it seems. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, because all the answers so far coincidentally have been the Metron, which is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, so we're going to do our little uh, bridge crew game. So uh, I'll go to you. What? Who is your ideal captain? So I went for kind of like more obscure options i like that that's fun so a lot of these people only maybe showed up like once is it shelby it's shelby isn't it (laughs) it'll be interesting to know who who actually knows who i'm talking about at first but for captain i'm gonna go with janice lester whoa shit Mm, that's a familiar yeah she's from the final episode of tos that oh from turnabout intruder who stole kirk's body yeah but you know but Women can't oh, be starship captains. Nice. Right. So 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 I was talking I was talking with my friend who I always talk about this stuff. And uh we kind of decided that like the episode shown is more like what the crew says happened. Where <laughs> That's funny. basically Janice Lester just was she she was tough and didn't put up with anyone's shit. And so the Star Trek crew just completely buried her, essentially. Um, because she just wanted to be a captain and thought that it was bullshit that there was this, you know, this, you know, gender discrimination going on. Hmm. So she's, she's just, you know, tough as nails and really just, you know, doesn't put up with garbage from anybody. Got it. That is a hilarious answer. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. Uh, I was less creative. I just went with good old Captain Cisco. A lot of Cisco. Cisco is great. Cleaning up. Yeah, Cisco might be getting the most points at the end of this round. (laughs) Cisco wins the trivia game. Yep. (laughs) With the Metron. Uh, And uh, so, James, who's going to be your uh, chief medical officer? Your obscure chief medical officer. I went with Elizabeth Lenz. Elizabeth Lenz. Okay. Elizabeth Lenz is the valedictorian of, oh. <laughs> the, of Bashir's nice. graduating class. Oh my god, yes! The one who was better than him. <laughs> and she has transferred off of the Lexington because she got, she was disappointed that it was not the adventure that she was hoping yeah, she for. Was, she actually ended up being jealous of, uh, of Bashir, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, she's obviously, she's, you know, it's like, as good, if not better, than Bashir at everything, essentially. Most people are. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, Bashir. I do like Bashir. Yeah, it turns, it turns yeah. out I'm not very creative because everyone's already guessed people that are on my list. So my uh, my CMO is also the EMH. 
good choice. Image is real good. And I, so I was a little unclear. I thought we were only supposed to be doing people from shows that we'd already watched as part of the show. So uh, I, I justified EMH because he appears briefly in First Contact, which we did watch. Ah, clever. Oh, yeah, I should have been clearer saying oh, you could nice. pick anybody. But that's okay, because I like my crew no matter what. That's fair. Rossi, who's going to be your science officer? Motherfucking Melora. Oh, Melora. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but you're going to need Melora... special equipment on your ship. Mm. Who cares? <laughs> like she is, she is worth literally any accommodation whatsoever required. She she was amazing, and you know, absolutely knew what she wanted. You know, out of like out of her life and her career, she's just she's she's great, and is like exactly what you know the Federation ought to be. Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, you know, we always had other disabled characters in the show, such as uh, uh, Jordy LaForge, but. Uh, like she, she was one of the few people who was physically disabled. Well, she wasn't really disabled, I guess. I mean, she was in a wheelchair just because she couldn't stand up to gravity. But um, I, I like that choice too. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, she was great. More Melora is better. Is is just great. Um, Definitely. My science officer is going to be Lieutenant Commander Data because uh, why wouldn't you have a, a, a super intelligent robot doing your science? Uh, what about security? I am going with Tosk. Ah, I am Tosk. <laughs> nice. well, that explains why you what? got that one. Yeah, right? yeah, because yeah. I've I've had Tosk on the brain, but like he has enhanced enhanced strength, enhanced intelligence, but a lot of the you know interesting interesting conflict would be that like he he's essentially like genetically engineered to be a runner, you know, to run away from problems and threats and to like you know escape. And so he would need to kind of like work, work within these instincts that he has. And, and also like, you know, he, he considers like he doesn't want to die, but like that's his purpose is to be hunted and to like have this great adventure. But like, you know, he obviously like he developed a kinship with O'Brien. So like he actually will care about others and like, you know, want to protect them. Yeah, and and not for nothing. I mean, he survived as long as he has because he's very good. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, he he single handedly took down like a bunch of people who were like armed to the hilt. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So for my, for my security, I went with Major Kira Nerese for or, for many of the same reasons uh, Carl already said. How about uh, your engineering? Lieutenant Commander Argyle. Argyle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Rob! Amazing. Rob, my favorite character. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah. I remember writing no, so many grump. letters to to Star Trek to try and make him the permanent chief engineer. <laughs> Grumpy space engineer who gets a second chance after mucking things up. Yep. I was going to say Argyle as a joke and then give my real answer, but now I won't bother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Argyle would genuinely have been, you know, interesting. Yeah. And I had uh, I, did, I went with Scotty because, again, the original and uh, and the best and very resourceful. Yeah. Uh, who's uh, who's driving your ship at helm? Uh, let's see if people remember the name. Uh, Claire Redmond. Or Raymond, excuse me. Claire Raymond. 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 She was thought out from the year 1994. <sighs> she was one of the second season TNG. Uh, three people were yeah, discovered one, on one a... One of them uh, was, a, was like a, a musician. One of yeah, them was like, ah, well, and, I gotta check my bank accounts. Yep, and Claire Holy Red shit. Claire Raymond was the the how the homemaker apparently was mm. what they called her, um, and who had lost everything. So you decided oh, she's gone and learned how to fly a starship. 
she yeah she you know was was kind of is is still looking for a purpose isn't necessarily like thinking that like you know starfleet might not be it but it's kind of like one of the best like it, it gives her a purpose of some kind and and helps her like you know be a part of the time where she's living in now in in the story that you're creating rossi has she gone and found her great 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 whatever grand grandchild maybe maybe that's janice lester <laughs> <laughs> cool all right well um who oh uh, i should say mine so i don't really think like the ship practically flies itself these days so i wanted to get a helms person that would be very well-rounded and um you know have a lot of varied experience so that he could be pulled in on all kinds of issues which so uh i went with someone who has the most life experience i think of any main character and that is dax uh ah. any dax yeah um but I, in my imagination, second. it's Jadzia Dax, but we'll just say Dax. For a second, I thought you were going to go with the M5. Yes, M5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. The M5 was good at, at flying the ship and destroying other ships. Yep. Cool. Vaporizing engineers. How about for your free space, Rossi? So inspired by what you have said many times, and maybe this is what you wound up with a free space, I went with the ship's lawyer. Ah, oh, nice. Perfect. Ooh. And uh, I chose Chapak, who was the lawyer, the the Klingon lawyer who was prosecuting Worf for oh. the destruction of that civilian. Oh. Wow, uh, yeah. okay. the civilian ship. He is dogged. Yeah, no, he was he was great because he was like it's like he doesn't he doesn't fight people physically. He fights people with the law and takes yeah. it as seriously as other Klingons take physical combat. There, like. He he definitely would take it very seriously, and I guess my headcanon would just be like working within the lousy, working within the confines of Federation law would be so like tie his hands so much that he considers it like a major like challenge, and like you know it, it's like I will work at my best using the worst tools available to me, which is Federation law. Nice. So for my free space, I I thought we could uh, could do with a counselor. Um, because I think a counselor is, does come in handy, but the counselor that we know most, I think was terrible at her job. <laughs> Agreed. At least as being a counselor, maybe, maybe good at, at other tasks, but, but yeah, no. So my, I went with the true counselor on the, uh, Enterprise D, Guinan. Oh, yeah. that was yeah. my other free space choice. That I like that amazing. answer. And, well chosen. Uh, last but not least, who is your pet? An exocom. No, that might be cruel though, because they're 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 an intelligent species. Well, Mm. they're they're intelligent, but not like they're not like talking to people intelligent. They're like an animal intelligent, Mm. you know. And like, I'm not saying I'm not saying like you know, Mm. put the exocomp in a cage, but like you know, it's like let let the exocomp like you know roam around the ship, you know. Uh, Spoilers for. For lower decks, lower but decks. there's an exocomp crew member in that. Show. Yeah, and that was like one of <laughs> the really? biggest. Yep. That was one of the biggest wasted opportunities, and it makes me mad they included yeah, it for that it was reason. Kind of not handled well, but it was garbage. It was basically first throwaway jokes. Yeah, well, a lot of things on that show are. Um, yeah. So for my pet, I went with unicorn dog. Yay! Yay! Nice. <laughs> but I want both halves so of the cute. unicorn dog. <laughs> yeah, you want it to live. Yes, exactly. 
All right, cool. These are great answers. Those are I love great them. choices. Awesome. All right, well. I love how Rossi decided to just pick as many obscure references as possible. <laughs> I, was, I, I, went for, I went for the coolest, like, one-shots that were available, because there's been some amazing one-shots. Like, I, like... Melora, just yeah, Melora alone deserves Melora. deserves to be a main character. Mm. Uh, that's that's great. And instead, she got to be a pet project of Julian's. Yep, early Julian before he was written well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, poor Melora. Anyway, let's carry yeah, on with I the game. Carrying on, we're still in round two, everyone. All right. Next question is what prestigious award is Dr. Bashir nominated for, but does not win? Carl. The Carrington? Show me Carrington Award. There How it the is. Hell? Hot diggity. <laughs> How the hell, Carl? How in the hell? How in the hell? I mean, it's the crowning achievement. Well, well I was nominated True. myself, but I, I was ashamed. How old were you when you were nominated? <laughs> Way yeah, too three. young to were you, were you 30 years old? The ripe yeah. old age of 30? Uh, it was you 30. know that age when your life is practically <laughs> over. Apparently. Uh, all right. Cool. Uh, next question, please. We all know Darmok and <sighs> Jalad at Tanagra, but can you fill in the blank? Kiazi's children, blank. Oh, I see Rossi, just under the water. By the river. Just guessing. What, say it again. I, I missed it. By by the river. By the river. Show me by the river. I can't. I can't do nope, that. No, nope. no. That, that is, <laughs> just, just do it. Just edit it. Just, just edit the, edit the slide. Uh, anybody else care to steal? Liz? I mean, no, but if he said River Elise, I remember there was mention of the ocean, so by the ocean. I'm afraid it is not by the ocean. Nah, I didn't think so. Carl, last Have chance. Try. Uh, on a bridge. Are Kiazi's children on a bridge? They are not. No, Captain Kirk is. Hey, uh, was. Under, no, under. the bridge is on Captain Kirk. That's true. They were on the bridge that fell on Captain Kirk. That's right. Let's uh, let's see what the correct answer was. Their faces face wet. Uh, their faces wet because they stuck their faces in a river. <laughs> All right. Well, next question, please. Edith Keeler wanted to see a film starring which classic actor? Oh my god! Uh, what the hell? Carl Chaplin. Not Chaplin. James. Clark Gable. Show me Clark Gable. Clark Gable is okay, correct. Okay, that was a guess. <laughs> nice. It's a good guess. Ugh. Next question, please. How do Jake and Nog acquire oh, 100 on. gross of self-sealing stem bolts? How detailed an answer do you need? We'll accept a general answer, but Carl, you buzzed in. Didn't they just get them from Quark? They did not get them from Quark. Liz. Uh, wait, no, they had this. They, oh, son of a bitch. Um, I mean, I, you accept vague answers. I know that yes. they, wait, the, the, the self-sealing symbols were, oh no, they, because they sold everything around. They sold item after item to get to. Yeah, we will, we will accept what is the name of the item that they sold to get the symbols. Son of a bitch, I don't remember. Okay. Rossi, do you uh, care to steal if you, if you know it? Uh, was it like a food item? I'm not going to say. Can you be more specific? Well, I don't know what... I don't, if it was accept, a food item, I don't know what it would have been. We won't accept a food item as the answer. That is too vague. 
food item for putting in mouth and chewing. <laughs> Show oh, that's, me that's food item for putting in it's mouth actually... and chewing. It's funny because that's actually like doubly wrong. I, I'm going to buzz in. Uh, they got them from the Metron. Ah. Ah. Uh, I, I don't think our guests are My getting joke. it. What is the Ooh. correct answer, Ames? They traded 5,000 wrappages oh, of Cardassian yamak sauce. That was food! But it's a oh. sauce. You don't chew sauce. No, we, we would have accepted just yamak sauce. But, uh, Are you kidding? Cardassian sauces you totally chew. No way. <laughs> that, that stews you're thinking of. All right. Now, Cardassian sauces are really oily, like them. Ooh. Moving on. That sounds right. There is one final question in round two. Oh, final round Ooh, two Can't wait question. to lose it. How many lights do you see? Sorry, How many lights? Cheated. Rossi. I cheated. Oh, you cheated? It buzzed in too you early. Too early? Oh. Way too early. We'll, we'll go to Carl. Uh, four. Show me four lights. Do you not see the lights, Carl? That is incorrect. I mean, I mean. Liz? Am, do, am I allowed? Would you, I mean, uh, if you look, they will, they are, there are clearly five lights. Show me five <laughs> lights. <laughs> Obviously, there are five. If you don't see it, back to the rack for you. More torture for me. All right. Well, great. Well, thank you for uh, that round. Moving on. Uh, what is our points well, tally, Ames? After, after round two, couple mm. couple changes. Carl's still in the lead with 11, but Rossi is close on his tail with 10 points. <gasps> oh, my God. Whoa. Sadly, Liz has fallen don't, behind with don't six. Say oh, you had to say it. I did have to say it. Our, oh. our listeners at home are, are tallying themselves. That is how quiz shows work. I, th- uh. I, I still think we should have, instead of assigning points, assigned quatloos. <laughs> oh, no. Quaaludes? Yes, quaaludes. I was also thinking quaaludes. I have taken 10 quaaludes. Ah, ah, ah. We're all here. We're all good. Because we're on to our next round. Do do. An incoming a transmission everyone. The Admiralty insists on another <laughs> round of matching. I know how much you loved matching last time. More fucking matching. Starfleet Command will assign you one point for each corrupt flag officer you correctly match with their dastardly deeds. Over and out. <laughs> All right, so our bank of potential Oh, God, answers. who are these people? <laughs> oh, no. Some of them may be, rec- may be recognizable. Some of them you'll have to think no. about. A... Commodore Matt Decker, B, Commodore Robert Wesley, C, Rear Admiral Mark Jameson, D, Rear Admiral Eric Pressman, E, Rear Admiral Gregory Quinn, F, Rear Admiral Nora Satie, G, Vice Admiral Matthew Doherty, H, Vice Admiral James Layton, I, Fleet Admiral Lance Cartwright, and J, Fleet Admiral Elena, is it Elena? How do you pronounce her goddamn name? I've never seen her first name before. I found it on the memory alpha. <laughs> it Alina looks like Nechayev. Everyone loves Nechayev. All right, everyone, we're going to begin this round of matching with who gets their mind controlled by an alien parasite? Carl. Rear Admiral Gregory Quinn. That is correct for one point. Oh, God. Next descriptor is which Starfleet flag officer steals a shuttlecraft to fly it into a planet-killing entity? Carl again. Uh, Matt Decker. That is correct. Matt Decker went mad. Flew into a space stroker toy. Which Starfleet flag officer instigates a witch hunt to flush out Romulan conspirators? 
Carl. Nora Satie. That is correct. You're cleaning up on, on Admiral. Yeah, I would have actually gone the, yes, too. These first three are literally the only ones I know. <laughs> All right, resetting the clock. Which Starfleet flag officer frames Kirk and McCoy for the murder of Chancellor Gorkon? Rossi. God, I did not mean to. Um, <laughs> Just guess. Uh, C. Mark Jameson. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Liz, do you know it? No, but I'm going to say Eric Pressman. Still wrong. Yep. Carl, chance to seal? Uh, Lance Cartwright? That is correct. Oh, son of a... Ugh. Damn. That was in Star Trek Six. Also, Cisco's dad. Oh. What? Yeah. What'd you say, Jay? I said also Cisco's dad. Ah, yes. that's true. Both that's Brock very true. Peter's characters. I thought you were calling Carl dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's odd. <laughs> that's really strange. We still have a lot of very corrupt admirals to talk about. We have which Starfleet flag officer sabotages the Earth's power grid in a military coup. Liz Liz. I don't know, Doherty? I'm sorry, no. Yeah, well. Rossi, do you know it? Uh, H? That's correct, Vice Admiral Layton. Yeah! You get a point. That was a real dick. Which Starfleet flag officer orders Native American colonists to be removed from Dorvan 5? Liz. I'm going to guess Nachea for that one. That's correct. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> Hang on, I'm getting like... Keeping, hey, Liz. Keeping the points tallied. To make sure I'm not giving Liz Rossi's point. Oh, please. No, I need it. <laughs> Next flag officer oversees the implementation of a phased cloaking device. Carl. Robert Wesley. I'm sorry, no. Liz, do you know it? Nope. Pressman? Correct. Yay. <laughs> I did know it. No, I didn't, but yay math. <laughs> Eventually who, pays off. Who was our good friend Pressman played by, Jake? By John Locke. Yes, our good friend, John Locke. Harry T. Quinn, that was him. Yeah. He's great. Meanwhile, which Starfleet flag officer commands the Enterprise to be destroyed in the M5 battle drill? Rossi. Uh, B? Wesley? That is correct, Wesley. Good answer. Which Starfleet flag officer supplies weapons to both sides of a civil war? Liz. Doherty? I'm sorry, no. Rossi, do you know it? Is it Mark Jameson? It is Jameson. <gasps> oh, God. Isn't Jameson the one that had the really bad old age makeup? Yeah. Oh, God, he did. It was he he took his wife's dose of de-aging medicine. <laughs> what a dick. All right. One answer left. Which Starfleet flag officer allies with the Sona to remove the Baku from their planet? Rossi. Gee, Matthew Doherty. That is correct, because it was also the only remaining answer. Truth. I kept track. It made it easier to guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it occurred to me, that actually, too, the fact that there's only two Commodores, and they only ever used Commodore in uh, TOS and Picard. That's true. Like, once one Commodore was used when there was a TOS question, made it a little easier. All right. So you all got yes, the answers Yes, because correct. everyone knows that. Uh, yes, obviously. All right. Well, Since duh. everyone got their answers correct, I'm not going to bother reading the answers again. If you missed any of them, just go back in the recording. Our points after that round of, of matching is Rossi still trailing Carl just by one. Carl with 15 points, Rossi with 14. Liz still in the game with eight points. I don't know if that means still in the game, but sure. It there means you still... have to stay until it's over. Don't try to <laughs> <Yeah. move. Okay. laughs> There's no eliminations there in still... this game. 
many ways you can get points. Like I, I can foresee a come from behind victory because bribing the judges also accepted. <laughs> Do you want to just tell us your, uh, before we go on, Chris, do you want to tell us who your ideal bridge crew was? Sure, sure. We, we don't have enough well, uh, well, to talk to? Liz uh, had a second set, didn't she? Oh, God. I mean, I had uh, two sets, but I, I don't know if I'd really want to linger. I, I, I mean, think in the interest of time, we should just go through Chris's yeah, list. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, we'll go through right, mine. We're supposed to have a fourth contestant, but real life got in the way. So like Jake, I thought we were limited to the shows we have watched already. Yeah, I thought that as well. Would that have changed your answer? Oh, God, yes. Ooh. Um, well, I would have ahead. had so many more options. I don't know, because I hadn't really thought about it. Huh. I, I may write it up for the Tumblr if I'm bored. I did allow myself one break in this rule, but I think it is forgivable. We'll see. But we'll, we'll go through. judge of that. Captain Spock. Why? Why? Nice. Because you know he's uh, a Nazi, right? <laughs> because I feel like he's a good balance between like all the good qualities of a captain. Yeesh. Plus, he has the advantage, like he has the advantage of people thinking Vulcans don't lie when they totally do. Mm, that's a good point. All the fucking time. True. True. All right. You I'm know, so, he's, I'm, I'm sorry. I've liked everyone's answers so far, but sorry, Chris. I don't. I don't like your answer. No, I think it'd be great. Oh. I think it'd be great. Uh, CMO, McCoy, because obviously. <laughs> like, if the EMH was in my pool, it would have been a harder choice. But when it comes to him, Crusher, Pulaski, or Bashir, it's got to be McCoy. Although I did strongly consider Dr. Bartender. <laughs> uh, for our science officer, I also just thought, well, yes, give me the literal computer data. A good choice. Chief of Security, Lieutenant Leslie. Hey! Leslie. Hey! Because Worf gets his ass kicked all the time, and Odo is a little too strict for Starfleet. But how often has Leslie died? Only the one. That too, he came back from the dead! And he keeps his mouth shut, so he won't be mouthing anybody. Yeah, no, he's perfect. Uh, Chief Engineer uh, (laughs) O'Brien. Because he manages to keep DS9 together, and it's a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, imagine what he could do on a well-stocked Starfleet vessel. At the helm, young hotshot Picard. Oh, he is a great oh, pilot. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They talk about it. We see it very, very briefly, once or twice in TNG. I want to see young, full head of hair, brand new artificial Picard, our heart Picard, buzzing a ship around space. Uh, free space, ship's bartender, Garrick. Yay, bartender. <laughs> Interesting. He could learn to be a bartender. Okay. He totally could. Do you want to trust him with imbibed substances? Oh, oh sure. If you, yeah, if you, ever, yeah, if you ever need somebody poisoned, you can just be like, go oh, see yeah, no, it's perfect. He'll mix you up a good drink. And, and this is the one place where I broke the rule. Pet grudge. Everyone loves grudge. Grudge is great. Grudge is great. Sorry, Porthos. I, I probably would have gone for grudge as well if, if I had known that we could cheat. Not cheating. You know, until, until this season of Discovery, it would have been Porthos, but Grudge just Grudge. Yeah, Grudge. I'm actually really surprised you didn't go with Porthos. I thought for sure. Grudge. Have you seen I mean, Grudge? I know, but you love Porthos. I'm just, not as much as I love I'm Grudge. I'm just disappointed well, that, that nobody now. put Spot in He's a queen. at Captain. Spot's not always oh, Captain. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I mean, he's a good cat and a pretty cat, but I don't know about 
captain material. I mean, we see he's, him as captain in captain. Data's dream. Yeah, yeah, he's in the chair. Huh? <laughs> and you're only allowed to sit in the chair if you're captain. That's true. Well, we just have round three to go, so Chris is yes. going to keep talking. Yellow alert, round three. No, Bust out the funny. pencil and paper, kids. Multiple correct answers equals multiple chances for points. Oh, dear. Each question has several correct answers. Guess as many as you can and get one point for each you get right. This is the power of math. Whoever said and... Tilly's wrong now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And everyone's going to be held to the honor system. You know, we're going to assume you're not writing things down after your fellows have listed. Just to clarify, I assume you are. Yes. The rest of them trust you, though. So let us find out. <laughs> what is our first go? Finish this McCoy quote. I'm a doctor, not a blank. We're looking only for McCoy quotes from TOS. You know, no EMH ones from Voyager. There's a lot. There's a lot of EMH. So many. Clock go is for starting it, now. And that's time. Pencils down. All right. So we will start with James. Mm, I guessed a lot. Fair enough. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. No, I'm, I'm a doctor, not a therapist. <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a psychologist. I'm a doctor, not an engineer. I'm a doctor, not a mason. I'm a doctor, not a carpenter. I'm a doctor, <laughs> not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Well, Rossi got right. two points for that. Yay. Liz. I also had, I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. I'm a doctor, not an engineer. And my guess was I'm a doctor, not a miracle worker. I believe that is three points for Liz. Whew. Nice. Shit, nice job. Carl. I have, <gasps> I'm a doctor, not a magician. Uh, I'm a doctor, not a bartender. I'm a doctor, not a barber. I'm a doctor, not a tailor. I'm a doctor, not a lawyer. I'm a doctor, not an orthodontist. <laughs> uh, Burn I, orthodontists. I don't have any of those answers. <laughs> Let's see the list. Oh, yeah. All right. So this Dr. McCoy is, is a doctor, oh. not a bricklayer, mechanic, engineer, escalator, coal ah. miner, and we would have given half point because at one point he said, I'm a surgeon, not a psychiatrist. Oh, so I got half a point. Yeah, there is a whole list on Memory Alpha of all the I'm a doctor, not a blank. But so many of times they were, ju they were just off. Like saying something like, what am I, a doctor or a boot shuttle conductor is close, but does not count. But hmm. these were the, the instances where it's a specifically, I'm a doctor, not a blank. There we go. How could he be an escalator? Very carefully. Yeah, I don't think anyone could confuse a doctor for an escalator. Yeah, that was in Friday's Child, per the answer key. I don't quite remember. Uh, he was helping the pregnant woman up a hill. Okay. Uh, That's funny. Fair enough. But also, like, the idea that they would still have the concept of escalators in the 23rd century. That's a very good point. <laughs> I think we might see it's escalators historical. at one point, though. I think in Picard. Oh, that's fucking ridiculous. Oh, definitely in the motion picture, actually. Yeah, because wow, at, at Starfleet Command, anyone. that's where they they uh, they beam. What's his yeah. name? Yeah, the thing. It's like escalators still work. What are you gonna What are you gonna do? Just have people beam between <laughs> yeah. floors? That's a bit excessive. It's just what a if lot they of have like transporter usage. fire escapes, though. 
Like oh, I bet they do, yeah. Run to the transporter and Ooh. beam out of the building that's on fire. Well, except yeah. when there's actually a fire, because then, you know. I'd like to think, unlike the uh, Picard homestead, most buildings in the 24th century are fireproof. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, next. What do we got next? List the native women Picard Picard shows their home planet from orbit. This is like when they're looking out, looking out windows. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. All right. 30 seconds. And we'll accept, I think, like, the person from episode where X happened. Right? Yeah. yeah. Pencils down. I hope you thought of some. Uh. Yeah, this one is not easy. All right. I, just, I, can, I can picture the trope, like, the, the kind of scene, but I can't see the people. Oh. I know. Remember the episode? Well, we are going to start then with you, Liz. Fuck. I have Alfre Woodard in Star Trek First Contact. I blanked on her name. That's fine. I know who I know who you're talking about, and my finger's up. So I got one. You you you, you broke your little ships, and uh, I also put Insurrection Lady because I don't even know what the actress's name. I'm sorry, but that did, that did not happen. Yeah, that was that was a that was just a hail mary. I don't know. That's it. That's, that's all I got. It. Everyone got... else, I was like, I, I can picture faces, yeah. and I can't picture anything else around it. You got the all one right. point though. That's something. Uh, Carl. I had also the lady from First Contact. Mm-hmm. I had Sergeant. Which sorry? which First Contact? Uh, the movie First Contact. Okay. Uh, I had Sarjenka from the season two episode, and I had uh, Ida Woman. That's two. Ooh. James? I also had uh, the first contact showing Earth. I'm sorry, which first contact? The movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's important. Um, and then wasn't there one where, like, a planet was, like, going to fall into, like, the sun or something and like they needed help Probably. and there was like a there was like a nuclear level civilization and they were deciding whether to help them or not i think you're putting and together like three episodes <laughs> there was there was an episode where like he brings up like he brings like the president of the planet onto the ship in order to look down and see it and be like hey yeah. got some do you, do you know, know what else was need- happening in that episode if you can name something I else that happened in that episode, like the, you might get credit. It was the pre, it was like the president or prime minister. It, but uh, it's you're close. I don't I, I don't know if you know what what which, which yeah, thing you is need to name something else. It may not episode. it may yeah. not have had it may there may not have been a, an ecological problem going on. It might have just been just been president of planet come to see spaceship and have better opinion. What were they? There was like there was like some it was like a big policy debate. It was it was one of those episodes where it was like all diplomacy, like nothing really happened. No, I, I'm not. Give, I wouldn't give it None to him of on those. that. I th- I'm pretty sure I deserve half a episode. point. I think I think I deserve half a point to round out my other oh, half. God, no, I'm not giving you it. I'm pretty, I said a lot of words there. Wait, before so we move on and James it. kicks himself so hard. Can we offer a bonus point if anyone can name Alfred Woodard's character's name? <laughs> Isn't it like Evie or something? No, Carl. Uh, I got nothing. James. Did it start with an R? No, Lily. <laughs> Lily. Her name is Lily. Lily. Yes. I knew it ended in an E sound. It was two syllables. I was close. One point for me. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is not you winning. the answers prior to this, though. You, you, but, yeah, you, just, you No, no, not shush. So the answers were Riven oh, wow. from Justice, Noria from Who Watches the Watchers, 
Marista Yale from the episode First Contact, which is what James was so close to getting. <laughs> I don't know if it was. <laughs> if only he could have remembered that. No, because he, because he did bring on the president Riker. on board. It wasn't the president was a man and was not the woman. Yeah, that he showed up. No, the that's women, true. Uh, I knew. I know. I knew it was a man. No, I know, but no, the no, question but was about, about native women. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And Lily Sloan from the film First Contact. Listen, this guy reads from a card. You don't need to take this from him. <laughs> yeah, I actually, when we were coming up with the questions, I think Chris knew most of them. Of course he did. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, in that I could go, I think I basically, the only one whose name I knew was Lily. The others I was like, you know, that episode, and the one with the thing, and the who's it's. That's the one. Next question. So, next, yes, and is final, or? Uh, I can't the, remember. Last is question of this question? round. Last of this round. His final question of the Name as many of the past Dax hosts that you can. Not Jedzia. No, no Jedzia, nor anyone after that. Don't get a that. point for naming Jedzia Dax. bastards. I could have been kind, but I wasn't kind. Is the clock starting? The clock has started. Hey, I'll, 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 here, I'll restart it just for Liz. Thank you. Okay, 30 seconds. Help. It actually doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Again, be vague if necessary. We will accept their professions. Do we need names? Yeah. Oh, their oh, profe- oh, what? We need more time now. Nope. You want Time's up. How much more time shall I give them? I don't know, but I stopped because I didn't know names. The time it takes me to hum Spanish flea. Okay. That's not hum. <laughs> there you go. Nice job. <laughs> 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 that's that it. Yeah, I think so. Let's say that's it. Let's say that's time. Pencils down. Well, if you haven't guessed the pattern, Carl, you're up. Okay. Um, there hasn't been a pattern. You started with Liz last time. Well, yeah, yeah like, I, you're everyone does go first once. Rotated. Yeah, oh, okay. Pattern, I get it. I guess the pattern, Chris. Thank you. Do I get a point for that? But that's God, not really no. a pattern. Damn. All right. Uh, hosts, the ambassador who men were tough on for misogynist reasons. Okay, I'll take that. The the musician and a uh, killer. Okay. The mathematician who could not speak very well. All right, I know I know who you're talking about. So the incredible dancer. Mm-mm. Ah, the kind of hot kind of hotshot pilot. Yep. The uh the the scholar who was very maternal when played by Quark. Okay. And of course Curzon. Oh, wow. Carl got six. Damn. Not going to lie. Thought you were going to say the Incredible Hulk that one time. <laughs> I was like, no. No, yeah. The Hulk was a, was a Dax. <laughs> Dax smash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gems. So Curzon. Yep. There was the boring gardener. What? It was the guy, the one that was, there was the host that was boring. He didn't do anything. Was he a that, gardener? That no. Is yeah, that one was. of Garrick's previous yeah. jobs? No. Boring gardener? <laughs> Pretty sure he's boring gardener. Garrick has never missed no. that book. Uh, there was the killer guy. Uh-huh. There was the, I just have Mother, played by Quark. Okay. 
<laughs> she was ma- maternal. And then I have the diplomatter politician, Kira. Yep. Okay. I did, I did not. Yeah. I, I didn't specifically. Say I'll, give, I'll give you four points for that. Cool. I also came up with some fake host <laughs> names. <laughs> Dorak, Sila, Mergi, Mergi, and Torton. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> oh no, uh, Liz. Okay, well, I got Kurz on. Right. Uh, then I put the politician. Okay. Uh, then the adventurous one. Okay. Then doting mother. Yep. And then artsy murder decks. <laughs> Was it? Wait, did you say the murderer twice or no? Uh, no, I said artsy murder decks. Okay. Artsy, wait. Artsy. Art, the, the oh, musician. The musician, yes. Yes, that's it. That's all I got. All I right. Just, art, artsy has more of a ring to it when you're calling someone murder. All right. That's, and they have one syllable in their name. That seems to be five points for Liz. Yeah, let's see the dances. Yeah, Show me dances. We've got Layla, Tobin, Emini, Audrid, Tarias, Jaren. <gasps> Curzon, and had anyone said Varad, you would have gotten uh, half a point. That also oh, wasn't a pass, right. really, right? Because that was a during. It true. depends on when the pass yeah, that's starts. True. That's true. That is also I mean, true. I mean, he Varad hosted the Symbian. Yeah, but I, I, I it just wasn't nobody, like this. Nobody it wasn't a Varad anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. so it is. Look, I'm just thinking that I deserve half a point because I'm defending Varad's so I'm trying to remember who was who answer. here. So Curzon, we know. Duran was murder musician. Tarius was the boring one. No, he was Tarius a mathematician. Is the pilot. Yeah, no, Tob- oh. Tobin was the mathematician. Tobin, right. I think you mean Gardner. Um, Emony was a great <laughs> gymnast. Gymnast, right. Um, Close, though. Audrid was the mother. Yeah, I thought that was a plant. plant. And I don't remember what who Leela was. Leela was the one portrayed by Kira, who did the hand behind her back thing and said why she hands like always had oh, her hands behind right, her back. Oh, right, 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 right. And she spoke in a very particular way. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, she did. I really liked that characterization. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I like how my fake host names would fit perfectly in that list. Yeah, they would. Would. I was worried yeah. that you were going to say one that was a real one, and we'd have to give you a point. <laughs> 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 yeah, I feel like one of them was kind of close, but I don't remember which. All right. Well, that is the end of round three, everyone. We got a lot of points out of round three. Let's see where the points are at. Uh, Liz has rocketed up to 17 what? points. Still in third place, Let's, but 17 points. The way he said, Liz has like rocketed to third place. a problem. That can't be right. Rossi has 21 points. And Carl is in at 23 points. Ooh, Whoa, it's so tight, though. Very close. Mm. And get ready, everyone, because it is the bonus round. Jake, can I give? Oh, can no. I? Can you read the slide right, for me? Red alert! That's the one. <laughs> Jettison Finney immediately. <laughs> In this round, you have the opportunity to really clean oh, up. No. But you've got to take on Captain for Kirk first. So pucker up, because your question is. There are only over 20 women that Kirk kisses in the original series and the TOS movies. Name as many as you can and get one point each. Get those pencils and papers out. I'm going to give you two whole minutes. Starting now. And as before, we'd also accept like, oh, the woman from episode X or you don't have to name the name. 
For the sake of argument, we're also including instances when Kirk is possessed, in a mirror universe, seeing women projections, etc. I am not going to need two minutes. <laughs> you got them all? No. Yes, he's got all 20-something of them. 120 seconds of dead air. Yeah, well... Live broadcast. Chris, Chris likely edited it out. Uh, no, this is live! That's right, it's live! I forgot! Oh no! Whoa, we messed up! In the meantime, your timer is now up! I'm going to go to Liz first, because she's in last place. Can't, there are a lot of points on the table. Twisting it. Can you make well, up for okay. it? Okay. All right. I, I, all I, right. Have my I, I got more names than I expected, so names. I'm pleased with that. Awesome. Yes. So I've got Kalinda yep. from By Any Other Name. Yep. Okay, this one isn't a name. I have Silver Dress Green Haired. Okay. The one that he punches. Yep, I know that one. Yep. Baby Mama. Baby Mama? Baby Mama from Rathacon. Oh, he does not kiss her, though. He doesn't kiss her? Well, mm. that was a guess. Rand. Feel like he kisses Rand at some point. Feel like it might be the enemy within. I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm gonna Debatable. reveal on the no. next slide. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you everything okay. at the all right. end. All right, all right, all right, all right. Then I got Uhura, Marlena uh -huh, from uh -huh. Mirror Universe, Edith Keeler, yeah. uh, and then I put Christy Alley Vulcan, the Vulcan, Christy, Christy Alley Vulcan as uh, as just another guess because uh, fuck it. Good guess, but no. Yeah, well, that's all I got. All right, well, that's four points for Liz. That's something. And oh, I'll yeah. explain why on the next slide. Okay. Rossi, as the person in second place, how many women did you did you notice Kirk putting his mouth on? So I, I actually haven't watched most of TOS. All right, you've got to <laughs> wow. You got to give some. Uh, Uhura. Uh huh. Did he ever kiss Nurse Chapel? I'm sorry he didn't. He shoulda. I'm also <laughs> sorry he didn't, and I bet uh, she was not into it. Anyway, that woman from the 21st century when they go back in the past for the whales. Okay, yeah, her. The green lady, alien. Green and, in what way? Like, she's green. Her skin skinned. is green? She's green skin. Okay. Uh, sorry, leading the witness. I object. <laughs> well, I, I gotta know which woman he's talking about. Yeah, not green haired. So green, a green, green, a skinned. green skinned woman. Yeah, I did not put green hair. Okay. Uh, Janet Lester. No, Maybe before they... I, I, I'm guessing. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I'm sorry. You didn't kiss her. All right. Uh, Spock's mom. <laughs> what? Oh, and fucking, right. frankly, who hasn't? What <laughs> show are you watching? Uh, that's, I mean, that's sorry, James. Again, my fanfic. All right, it's a good I fanfic. totally get it, though. It I'm is. Pretty damn good. I'm pretty uh, sure on screen only, not in your you find all of the scripts for the show. So, oh, um, okay. I got and, three points for you so far. Did you have others? Uh, F. The Metron. <laughs> All right, I believe that is three points for James. Carl, round us out. Uh, I have Shauna from the uh, the Quatloom episode. That's right. The shapeshifter in Star Trek VI. Yeah. Uhura mm -hmm. in the groundbreaking episode. Uh, the Captain's Woman from uh, from Mirror Mirror. Yep. The Romulan from the Cloaking Device episode. Mm -mm, that's not Kirk. Oh. Uh, right. The woman from Spock's brain. No, there's no... I don't think he kissed anyone in Spock's brain. Hmm. Jillian from Star Trek IV. Yep. Carol, I know that's wrong. And uh, the, the woman in uh, Conscious of the King. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lenore. Mm. All right, I believe that is six for Carl. All right, so, our answers, and there are a lot of answers. Let's go through these. 
Women whom cursed Kirk has kissed. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Andrea. Kirk, Jesus. Andrea, All the sexy robot from What Are Little Girls Made Of? Mm. Dr. Helen Noel, the, the psychiatrist from Dagger of the Mind. A real Shaw, his lawyer in, or his uh, prosecuting attorney in court martial. <laughs> Lenore Caridian from Conscious of the King. Edith Keeler from The City on the Edge of Forever. Marlena Moreau from Mirror Mirror. Fucking Sylvia, that weirdo from Cat's Paw, who can like has like magical weird powers. <gasps> um, Shauna from Gamesters of Triscalia and the Green Haired Lady. Nona, the from A Private Little War, who's the kind of witch doctor woman. Dr. Anne Mulhall, played beautifully by Diana Muldor in Return to Tomorrow. Alasky. Uh Kalinda from By Any Other Name. Drusilla. The slave girl from Bread and Circuses, which was very oh, uncomfortable God, that's for everyone. Right. Uh, Miramani from The Paradise Syndrome, his kind of Native American wife. He's thing. so happy. Oh, uh, Uhura, as we've mentioned, from Plato's Stepchildren. Dila from Wink of an Eye. She was a girl who could travel super, super fast. Elan. But not fast enough to escape Kirk, apparently. Hey. Elan from Elan of Troyes. Marta from Whom Gods Destroy, and that's the one that I gave Rossi a point to because she is a green woman. Yes. Uh, Rihanna, who was the robot, another robot he fell in love with in Requiem for Methuselah. This is the one that Spock erased his memory of for reasons. Odona from The Mark of Gideon. Uh, She was the one who wanted Kirk's STDs to make sure her planet wouldn't be overpopulated anymore. Yep. Weird flex, lady. Um, and then we have Dr. Jillian Taylor, our whale biologist from The Voyage Home, and Marsha the Cameloid from The Undiscovered Country. I would have appointed a half point if anyone said Ruth from Shore Leave, but she just kisses him on the cheek. And negative one point for Liz. I'm so sorry, Liz, because we punish sexual assault on this ship for mentioning Janice Rand. I debate that because there were multiple people whose, whose consent is then called into question on yeah. this list. Uhura was not a willing Ooh. recipient, and Drusilla was a slave girl, mm. and you cannot, a slave girl cannot consent. Yeah. Well, no one said yeah, Drusilla. Also, also anytime... You never said consensual ki- kiss. Oh, yeah, ki- okay. kissed you under false... possessions. Kissed under false yeah. pretenses as well, and so anytime Kirk was controlled by somebody, or the other person was controlled by somebody. I'm gonna fight for these points. I'll give you those points. All right, all right. I'll give you those points. Thank Liz. you. All it right. doesn't help you. Cool. But I've given you those points. Listen, I need to go down with my dignity. It's you know? actually, actually, you have redeemed yourself an awful lot. So thank you all for that playing. That gives me two points instead of negative one in there. Yeah, okay. Cool. All right. So after tallying the score and cooking the books just a little bit, Liz came in at 23 points. Yay. Rossi Ooh. came in at 24 points. Woo. <gasps> and our winner is See, Carl at 29 points. Good work, guys. That was great. See, that was a lot closer. Right? It was a I, lot closer than I thought it would be. A good, very good job. Go. Yeah, very tight. There is no prize, but the real prize is the friends we made along the way. Wait, I thought there was right. a prize. Yeah, the email said there was a prize. Wait, what friends? Oh. Oh, no. Jake, tell him what he's won. What? Uh, you've won absolutely nothing. Hooray! Yay! You know, I think I've won 200 episodes of a star you to have. steer her by, and that there is we go. the best. 
There Thank we go. Thank you for wait playing, Humon. Wait, wait. I thought there actually was a prize. A prize, though. Was there? <laughs> yeah. The email, you were going to make said a... there was a prize for I the was winner. Told, I was told that Jake was going to 3D print a Horgon. Oh. That is the oh. only reason I'm oh, here well, I, is because I can, there, was a, I can do there that. was a prize. Uh... Well, I mean, I don't seek Jamal right, in any well, I just spent two freaking hours of my life for nothing. Yeah, that's true. Oh, be, being fair, well, James, you, you didn't, didn't win anyway. Right, so. well, your well, is could have in won, the mail. But it wouldn't have mattered if I did. And I have Carl's address, so I can tell you where to send it. Good stuff. Oh. <laughs> You've also won um, a fabulous trip to Ryza to use your Horgon. Hot damn. I hope Warp Now we just gotta wait for Warp to be invented. <laughs> just, just make sure you don't time your vacation with Warp. <laughs> oh yeah god go uh and maybe don't go with trip and malcolm right yeah well it, or what, fucking what's the uh <laughs> what a douche that guy is yeah well we'll have to wait for covid to die down too yeah we wait for covid to die down world war three to happen zephyr yeah. cochran to invent warp drive a lot of stuff man yeah. R- Ryza would suck during a pandemic like they'd have to close Ooh. everything wow Ooh. Yes. Man. Yeah. The CDC does offer uh, some guidelines for sexual intercourse that is um, sub- somewhat socially safer. Right. Ooh, fascinating. Just in, in the Do butt. Do they really? <laughs> yeah, glory holes, you know. Just so you're not breathing in each mm. other's faces. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Now so I want to like write holes. pandemic fanfic. I, I really need to work for the CDC. <laughs> <laughs> no, you not right now. Maybe not right now. I'm going to stop sharing Maybe it's a slightly less stressful occupation than yours. We, uh, we didn't plan a dismount, did we? Well, we also were going to talk about something that's very, very common in all of Star Trek, and that's to make a tie-in to Shakespeare. Because mm. we got a very interesting suggestion from our good friend Carl here of a thing that we could play on the, on the episode if we, were, if we were running short. We're not running short, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> Is everyone to, to give a alternate casting list of a Shakespeare play? Cast by Star Trek characters. And since Yay. since Carl won our, our trivia, and since he came up with the idea, I say we go with Carl first. Okay. What's your show? My show is Hamlet. Nice. And so I, I've suggested Cisco uh, for Hamlet before. And uh, I think the main reason for me is that it would be fun to, to guess when he is actually mad and when he is faking he is mad. <laughs> that's, that's an infinite journey with uh, Avery Brooks. Uh, Claudius, Hamlet's stepfather. Uh, I have Jean-Luc Picard. Um, Interesting. They, you know, they, they don't like each other. I mean, I, I, I'm sure Picard <laughs> likes Cisco, but uh, he feels guilty. And that would tie in nicely, kind of a new wrinkle with that whole relationship uh, where Claudius is fucking things up. As Hamlet's mother Gertrude, I have Luxana Troy. Nice. And specifically the one from Half a Life, where she's not really into what's going on, but she she thinks it's it's necessary and respectful. Ophelia, I have Seven of Nine, 
who uh, more uh, sort of more of a grounded performance than your traditional Ophelia. But I feel like when she snapped, she would really snap. Mm-mm. Polonius, uh, Leonard McCoy. Yeah, uh, I like nice, it. Nice, nice, genial ram- rambler. Uh, yep. Good, good stage voice and just enough authority that he kind of, you know, you can tell that he is is kind of losing it a little bit. And very, very good death scenes. I think. I bet he'd have a great death scene. Absolutely, Laertes, son of Polonius, who kills Hamlet, James T. Kirk. Uh, I think he's that kind of guy, you know, you know, very, very by the book, like you guys pointed out and, you know, very, you know, family's important, but like they, they would basically him and Cisco would kill each other and apologize to each other. And I think that would be a great scene. Aww. Fortin Brass, the, you know, if you have three captains, you got to have four. So I say Janeway for <laughs> Fortin Brass. I like uh, it. Her skills dealing with the McKee would be good since she is would be, then be boss of Denmark as well as uh, <laughs> Norway, I guess. But if you're into stunt casting, also Gul Dukat is Fortin Brass. <laughs> because Ooh. then the entire production would seem like a Cardassian trick. Gravediggers, Quark and Rom. Kind of n- no other choices. <laughs> no other choices. Perfect. Uh, Horatio, Cassidy Yates, who I feel is the most Horatio-like. Mm. The ghost Odo, who I feel would be great. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Screaming from beyond the grave, you know. Son! Yes. <laughs> what does he say? He says swear. Swear. Can you give us a swear, Jake? Swear. Nice one. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. And finally, uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, Data and Jordy. Oh, that's cute. Uh, they're yeah. just fun to watch oh, talking. Nice. And yeah. I'm also, it's a little bit of a wasted part, maybe, but I'm kind of thinking later in the season, we could do Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead with mm. Data and Jordy. Perfect. Sure. That'd be very nice. Cute. Love it. Does anyone want to volunteer to go next? I'll go next just so we can get it over with. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't plan. <laughs> and unfortunately, someone joked about my, my, the suggestion I did come up with, oh, which no. is Romeo and Juliet with... Julian and Garrick. Aww. Yay! That works. That's good, though. Oh, man, I'd, Star I'd Cross that. Lovers. Yeah. I guess, um... Does it matter guess, which is uh, which? Who would be the pursuer? Garrick. Yeah. Yeah, Garrick's definitely the pursuer. Yeah, it's definitely Garrick. <laughs> yeah. Ducat probably that. is one of the dads. Odo <laughs> is one of the dads. <laughs> Who's the nurse? Mom. The nurse is important. Oh, the nurse, yeah. Beverly Crusher is the nurse. <laughs> I am looking I for Friar, Friar Lawrence in that would show, be Data. Okay. Uh, Friar Lawrence would be Data, you said? Yes. Say that again? Oh. Friar Lawrence oh, would be Lawrence. Data. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I like Sorry. it. Sorry. What about uh, Mercutio and Tybalt? Uh, they would be played by characters from the show Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's that's a great Wonderful choice. I'm, that's, I didn't think, think of it that way. I'm going to go next because I have a I have a list in front of me and also means I don't have to type for a minute. Uh, Sounds good. I, I joked a while back. I think it was during for the for the cause that an an Othello with Cisco as a as Othello and Eddington as Iago would make my day. Because the two of them are just so at each other's oh, throats yeah. that it's kind of perfect. Yeah. So, I hadn't thought of Eddington. So with yeah. those two in those roles, I cast Troy as Desdemona and then her Cassio would be Riker. Which just makes sense, because you'd think, like, oh yeah, Riker, Riker's totally into Troy, when really, Riker is into Bianca, which would be played by Lita. Ooh. In this play, I would also have a Roderigo, who's kind of like the 
drunk who just kind of hangs out, played by Scotty. <laughs> uh, Desdemona's parent, Brabantio, would be Luoxana, obviously. I couldn't think of a good Emilia, who is Iago's wife. I said maybe Ro, because it sounds like, like if Ed she and Eddington would hang out and do McKee stuff. Yeah, it makes sense. Maybe Ro. Uh, and then the handkerchief okay. in this episode, in this show would be Troy's special fork for eating chocolate cake. Yeah. Mm. Ah! <laughs> Love it. Oh, I like that. I'm glad I did too now because one of them was Othello, so I'm going to skip that. Ah. One. <laughs> well, why don't you give us the one you you're not later. skipping? Do, Do I get to go now? Sure. sure. Cool. All right. So then the other one I had was Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, because I'm a basic bitch. Um, also, there's just a lot of characters, and it's would be it's just an extremely wacky thought exercise. So for Theseus and Hippolyta, I cast Khan and MacGyver. Ah! Nice, because that is a toxic ass relationship <laughs> built on force. So for Oberon and Titania, I I was I was debating between two couples, and I just kind of cut them down the middle, and now I have Riker and Kira. I feel like there's just enough of like a feisty but playful energy in there. Well, yeah, and she um, was into Tom Riker for a half a second, right? Mm, that's true. Kira? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember okay, the important yeah, yeah, stuff. Even Don't ask me trivia, but if you if you ask me who makes out, I got you covered. No, you got you're okay. So for Riker and Kira for Oberon and Titania. Of course they're fighting over a changeling boy, so that's Odo. Yeah. Because he's a changeling. Hey. For Puck, I cast Harry Mud. <laughs> oh my god, that's wonderful. Um, this was this is I should also just a side note, this was this was difficult for me because I was trying to like so many of these characters I associate with the cartoon gargoyles and they were voiced by <laughs> Star Trek actors. So like with Puck, I'm like Brent not Brent Spiner. No, no, someone else. Um anyway, Harry Mud. Uh for Aegeus, who is Hermia's uh, obnoxious father who just for whatever reason just can't let anyone be happy I cast Worf uh, <laughs> appropriate I thought so for the lovers that they they were kind of weird because like it, there's those characters those roles are such blank slates but for Hermia the one who both men start in love with I have Uhura for Lysander the one she actually wants to be with Bashir for Demetrius who can't seem to make up his mind which woman he wants I went with Dax and then for Helena I went with Janice Rand for is it i don't know if it's philistrate or philistrate the master of revels the one who's running the show that the mechanicals are you know like that the mechanicals sign up to perform in i put garrick because i feel like he would be very particular about show arrangements and he would be the one saying don't pick these guys don't watch their show <laughs> for the mechanicals so for peter quince who's like the director of the show as i recall i have dr crusher because i feel like she's she would she would do that kind of artistic she would lead a community theater group uh, she has actually she directed a show that one episode yes. um Bunch that's what episodes. i was thinking that's exactly it yeah for nick bottom the one who gets turned into an ass uh i went with cork because he would be full of himself and talk <laughs> about himself all the time and would just accept whatever was given to him um and love being weighted on hand and foot and would totally get umox from all the fairies and that's disgusting uh, for Flute, I had to look up a lot of these guys to like try and get an idea of the characterizations of these other characters. So for Flute, who's the one who plays Thisbe and doesn't want to have to shave, that's Chekhov, because Chekhov is baby-faced and would end up getting pushed around like that. For Tom Snout, who plays the Wall, I put Data, because I feel like my impression <laughs> with Snout is that he over-explains things a yes. bit. <laughs> And he's a little worried about, like, you know, how, you know, making things work right. And that's then brilliant. Snug. That's who, brilliant, Liz. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> Snug, who plays the lion, because he's not too bright and can't remember too many lines and is afraid of scaring the people in the audience. That's Rom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, characters are for in this Robin Starveling. Play? Yeah, too no, a million. Many. For Robin Starveling, uh, Robin Starveling is the one who plays Moonshine and like another character or whatever. And I think keeps getting interrupted was the thing with, with Robin Starveling. I cast Dr. Culber from Discovery because I feel like he would be the kind of person who just like would get annoyed at everyone uh, over interrupting him. Just being like, all right, here's just a summary of what it's supposed to happen. So fucking move on. But like long suffering. And then Peas, Blossom, Cobweb, Moth, and Mustard Seed, the Fairies. I just just rapid fire count uh, cast Tilly, Mr. Hospitality, uh, Rios' ah. Hospitality. Uh, thing, uh, space drunk Sulu and Neelix, <laughs> specifically space drunk, specifically space drunk Sulu. Space drunk Sulu is so fun. That's okay. that's my cast. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I hadn't thought of Eddington as Iago. That's brilliant. Yeah, really just as good. we were doing for yeah. the cause, it just clicked. Like, wow, yeah, this is yeah, their. This is it. them. That's great. perfect. I, I like the idea of Khan being cursed to uh, fall in love with Quark. <laughs> Oh, no, no, it wasn't, oh, no, Khan was Theseus. Oh, of course, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's Riker, uh, not Riker, I'm sorry, um, uh, Kira, who would fall in love with Oh, that's good. I ship that. So it would be that much more that's embarrassing good. for her. She would definitely hate it. I guess I can go. Yay! So see if you can figure out, see if you can pick up what I'm putting down here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I also went with Hamlet. Um, nice. But I went a little different direction with mine. So... As the young prince of the Enterprise, I have Wesley Crusher. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, his, yeah. oh my God. Yes, I already am picking it up, and his, I love it. With his, uh, his wicked uh, uh, stepfather, uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Yep. Uh, and and, his, and yep. his mother. This is just the show. Gertrude, <laughs> uh, played by Beverly Crusher. Yeah. Uh, of course, the ghost. Uh, is Jack Crusher. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'd think that she'd be more into him in that case. Um, uh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. That's, that's, yeah, the easy joke. That, no, that's, sorry. that's good. good I, like, I like that. Horatio well, is uh, Data. Okay. Polonius mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. Admiral Necheyev. <laughs> uh, Laertes is uh, Nick Lacarno. As you'll remember, is uh, he was the the leader of uh, yeah Tom Paris. He was the leader of Nova Squadron. Who that's it kind of became a rival, I guess, uh, by the end of that episode. And speaking of that episode, Ophelia is Cedo Jaxa. Um, Oh, that's cute! Wow. uh, Who who I guess I mean doesn't quite fit, I guess. But I was like, uh, I could have gone with Leffler. I guess might have made a little more sense, but I don't know. I like Cedo because I like Cedo. Cedo actually, yeah, I think Cedo works. Yeah. That's good energy, yeah. Um, and then uh, our uh, Rosencrans and Guildenstern, I the best I could think of for those were uh, Sonia Gomez and Reginald Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, and that's as far as the characters I could remember. So I kind of wish we'd ended with that. Aw, you can you can when you when you do the edit, just put that at the end, Chris. Eh. Well, Actually, we no, can sure. end with that because uh... I'm sure yours and Caitlin's are great too, though. Let's you assume it. that Caitlin's exists. Foolish. <laughs> very foolish. Well, you go. I said it doesn't exist. You're not listening very well. I mine didn't exist. I got <laughs> as far as wanting to do the complete works of Shakespeare as a cheat because then I can just pick three people. Oh, that's like oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually really I cool. I love that. And I sort of feel like in that case, I would want. I kind of would want data. 
because I feel like he has fun when we give him way too many characters <laughs> to play. Like in Masks? Wow. Oh, well, not like in, well, in Masks or in Fistful of Datas. Yes. Or any other time that yes. Brent Spiner gets to have fun. I kind of feel like I'd want Patrick Stewart just because he's Patrick Stewart. And I also kind of feel like you'd have to have Beverly Crusher because if anybody was arranging this show, it would be Beverly Crusher. And she always fucking casts herself. Yeah, she could be so the one that takes you, everything <laughs> seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. That would be my three. Perfect. It would be those like three. It. it would be the complete works of William Shakespeare and it would be a fucking shit show, but it would be great. See, that's a great answer, Caitlin. You, you, just, you, you sell yourself like short that. an awful lot and that's an amazing answer. Yeah, well, but in this that. case, it's just because I cut the fuck out of corners because I was like... Ah, uh, because this well, because I think was it this morning? Literally this morning? Like I don't know, twenty minutes before we were supposed to hook up to like try things out. Chris is like, "Oh yeah, do you have your uh your bridge crew and your Shakespeare?" And I was like, "Oh Jesus, nope!" And only one of them's gonna get done. So uh, <laughs> flip a coin. Yeah, but so I so I was kind of like you know as like a as like a little sneaky cheat. I could totally just do complete works because then I only have to worry about like three people doing the whole show mm-hmm. or every show. So uh, yes, that's how we have arrived here. So I went with my favorite Shakespeare and the one I've seen the most recently, King Lear. Oh wow! Well, I figured you were gonna say Midsummer because mm-hmm. we know how you love that. Uh, <laughs> Lear. I went with Cisco. Word. Because, again, I just want to see him go nuts. Gloucester, Picard, Kent. I'm not sure I'm in love with this choice, but I couldn't think of anyone better. McCoy. Edgar, mostly because he has a big old sword fight at the end. Sulu. Sounds hot. Edmund, because he's a slimy sex pervert. Bashir. (laughs) (laughs) He's gotten better. True. Goneril, Kira. Reagan, Troy. Cordelia and the Fool, which I'm ripping off from a production I saw, but also has been suggested is the intent of the script. Because uh, the two characters, like, never share a scene. And anyway, Dax. <laughs> nice. Albany, the husband who realizes, oh, God, my wife is crazy and evil and maybe I should throw in with the good guys. And is implied becomes king at the end. Garrick. <laughs> Cornwall, the husband who doesn't see which way the wind is blowing, gets fucked because of it. Ducat. (laughs) And France, the character I forgot existed, but is technically Cordelia's husband and is pretty much ineffectual. Kevin Riley. Oh, wow. Riley. (laughs) Oh, poor Riley. Exactly. One more time. (laughs) Riley sang us Jolene in fucking Naked Time. Yeah, not not the uh, oh. not the uh, the the folk song Jolene, not the uh, not <laughs> the, 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 the they were big fans of uh, Dolly Parton in the twenty third century. Well, okay. in this play, he is. I, can just admit, I really want to see an version of the episode where where drunk Riley is is singing uh, Jolene. Well, go put it in there. You can do it. I'm begging you, know you, please don't take my man. <laughs> I had also considered doing Titus Andronicus, but it's been a long time, and there's just so many characters. Yeah, that's that's that was like that was uh, there were a lot of plays I skipped over. I'm like, I don't remember most of these characters. I don't really know Shakespeare as well as I would. But again, think. Huh. Cisco would have been Titus because again, when's he faking crazy and when's he crazy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cisco's definitely our Shakespearean favorite. We? We've been talking for I also, like, oh God, two and a half hours, folks. Oh my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did anybody go with Kirk at all that I missed? 
No, yeah, Kirk was um shit. Somebody used Kirk. Oh, I used Kirk. In he was, was Larry, oh, okay. Larry Tease for me. There we go. Oh, okay, perfect. Oh, perfect. right, right, right. See, there you go. I, for what it's worth, I put I put Admiral Kirk for my Duke of Venice in Othello. Oh, there nice. But yes, Ames, you were saying it, this has been a very long call. We're racking up some long distance charges. Yeah, and it's all live, uh, so obviously. Yes, that's a thing. Oof. And it's a 900 yes. number, so they're paying us, and they don't even know it. No! Oh, suckers! Fuck. I mean... Okay. Right. Well, I'd like to thank our contestants again for calling in to our amazing 200th episode Spectacular. And it was spectacular. Woo! They're real, and they're spectacular. spectacular. It was fun. <laughs> Happy 200! Thank you. Thank you. Very awesome work, everyone. You made it. You did so good. Okay. Congratulations, Congratulations. everyone, for knowing any answers to any of those fucking questions. And I have to say, special shout out for fucking James guessing blonde on that one question. <laughs> I, I know, I knew that one somehow. We were sure no one was going to get that. No, I knew it. I I knew I, it. I, I, even I didn't know that one. That's great. So thank you once again to all our callers for calling in. I had a great time. I think this was fabulous, guys. Yeah, yeah no problem. Happy fun. to be here. This is Rossi. <laughs> nope. Nope. We've kicked Rossi I'm off the Jake. line. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Jake. Ugh. I'm Jake. I'm Spartacus? Yeah. I'm Farticus. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you laugh because you're not sitting next to him in real life. Oh, no. I, there's there's no way I can segue out of that to cleanly get into to to a thing I wanted to mention, which is so we've been doing this as we said for like two hundred freaking episodes. Mm-hmm. When we first started this, I didn't even know if like discovery or anything was even on the horizon at the time. Yeah, yeah. Like at the time, we thought it was just going to be the five series and then a handful of movies, and then we'd be like, yeah, and then we'll stop talking to each other forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in our very very first episode, that was just kind of us blathering about what we were excited about to talk about in Star Trek. We all mentioned like things like, oh, I get to chat with you fuckers every week. That'll be a thing I'm looking forward to. I wanted to take us out of this episode by just asking, so now that we have a whole lot more time with all these extra series and shit, what are you guys looking forward to in our next 400 episodes or so? Still chatting with you fuckers every week, I guess. It it feels weird when we don't, you know, like we and especially now, like I know, like in four in, in 400 episodes from now, maybe we'll be quarantined again because there'll be another pandemic, but oh hopefully God. not. Oh. Like it's just this has been like one of the most normal, regular things that I've been doing. And it kind of like makes me feel connected to the real world a little bit, which is yeah. really nice. It's nice to have um, some normalcy in this in these very abnormal times. Yeah. So I think, but I mean, like, but also, you know, I talk to you guys more than I talk to most people. So I mean, as much as as much as I always adored you from the beginning, like y'all have really become some of my best friends, and I'm super grateful to have you. And that's basically it, because I'm telling you, I'm not looking forward to Enterprise or Voyager. So I'm Aww. gonna. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of great Voyager. <laughs> I know you guys keep trying to convince me, but Neelix is on that show. How about you, Jake? What? what what's the question? 
Wow. <laughs> Jake is not know. looking forward to keeping up with us for the next several years. <laughs> Who can blame him? What are you looking forward to in the in, for our next span of time together? Uh, I'm looking forward to you know finishing up Deep Space Nine and and then the rest of the shows. I'm not looking forward to anything after Enterprise. Oh, but you don't like any of the new Trek, huh? I really, I, I don't. Well, I don't know. I'm. It's a mixed bag. But Grudge, we're gonna get to got, talk more about Grudge. Oh, I love Grudge. Love that cat. Are they going to pull, like, a Men in Black? Is he going to just have the universe on, like, a, a collar around his neck? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> That's cute. Gr- Grudge is going to turn out to be Odo. Wow, he's gotten better at shifting. Well, he's had... I mean, it's been, like, a thousand years, right? Yeah. So. How long do changelings live? I was, I remember, yeah, I was thinking that. I don't remember I mean, if DS9 forever. ever establishes that. Huh. Cool. Well, well, what about Chris? what about you guys? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm looking forward to being probably the only person that can even remotely tolerate Enterprise. <laughs> uh, I, I am actually genuinely looking forward to finishing Voyager properly because I remember giving up on it around season five ish when I was younger. Wow. So like I like I tuned in for the finale, but aside from that, there's like a lot of gaps in my knowledge. Be interesting to see where that goes. Anson mounts ass. Ooh, yeah, that's uh, that'll true. be fun. Strange new worlds. That, yeah. that, that'll be interesting. Yep, yep. Oh god, those uniforms. We can um, s- we can still look forward to that one because we haven't actually seen any of it yet. Yeah, no, no. It's crazy because like it just keeps going. Because like you said, Ames, we we started this. There'd been like I think a couple of production delays on Discovery. I think like right. literally all that existed when we started was like they had very recently revealed a photo of the captain's chair. <laughs> and like, that was it. There was that one like CG trailer with an early, slightly different version of the ship in the captain's chair. And it was really just, it felt like, are they just gonna, is this never gonna happen? Is this gonna just fizzle out? And now it is one of what? Three current shows and two in the pipeline because there's there's the Nickelodeon one yeah Prodigy and Strange New Worlds yeah I assume the Section 31 show has crashed and burned or something by now well so ages ago they had said production on that would begin after season three of Discovery but of course season three of Discovery's production wrapped in the middle of the pandemic so that may have delayed things or they've been working on it just very quietly or something who knows that's it was completely up in the air you know, hopefully they don't go too crazy. Like, uh, this is this is going to date us a little. But just yesterday, Disney jizzed Star Wars everywhere. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, yeah, I heard that there's going to be a the, that Jedi Girl series. They announced, I think, literally... Ashoka? Uh, Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka? They announced literally, like, ten shows and, like, three movies or some madness like that. Damn. I don't even know. Damn. Right, because they're getting a Sith show, they, an Obi-Wan show, an Ahsoka whatever the fuck show. Yeah, a bunch that are just titles right now. And it's like, I just hope Trek doesn't do that. Oh, they're doing a Cassian one as well. Yeah, but that, well, really? the Cassian, Cassian and Obi-Wan they actually announced ages ago, but I think they're both finally, Cassian's actually coming out sooner than later, and Obi-Wan has finally started production. Oh, All I want to like know one is... Of the... Is this like one of the the two like plans in reproduction where it's you have like just a lot of content and you hope a couple of them stick? That seems to be what they're doing. 
Um, well, it's, they're taking the Marvel approach. I mean, yeah. it worked really well for Marvel, so they're just going to fucking, like you said, blow their creative load out there, and hopefully some of them will hit an egg. Yeah, and I, I you know, I hopefully Star Trek doesn't do it. Like, I mean, they are. there's a lot of things floating around, there's a lot of rumors, there's a lot of definite things, but at the same time, they at least seem to be taking it a little slower as far as actually starting up on things. Uh, so hopefully they don't burn themselves out. Because, yeah, I think, I think, like, I'm just looking at all these titles from Disney and going, wow, I'm sick of Star Wars and this stuff doesn't even exist yet. It's just knowing that there's that much coming. I'm just like, ah. Uh, there are certain ones that I think we can get excited about. Like, I'm going to get excited about Obi-Wan no matter yeah. what. Yeah, totally. Who's uh, playing Obi-Wan in it? Ewan McGregor. Oh. Yeah, but like also oh, they're bringing uh, back Hayden Christensen. <laughs> well, to be Vader, which means somebody will die. So, 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 like the two weakest actors from Star Wars I are going to be on McGregor. a show. Ewan McGregor's not weak. It's just I'm not interested at all in him as Obi Wan. I think yeah, with a better. I think we writer. need to necromance. Guinness yeah, I was gonna and... say if they could resurrect Alec Guinness <laughs> and get more of that, that'd be much better. Yeah, right, I right. that would be for me too. But he'd hate it the whole time. All right, we accidentally started talking about Star Wars. Yep, sorry, my uh, fault. But I wanted to mention, like, like that that's kind of the thing that I'm also looking forward to in in more of our Star Trek discussions is just seeing, like, the variety. Like, the variety is wild right now. Because, you know, yeah. I mean, ha I happen to be doing a rewatch of TOS at the moment. Mm. Um, and that also, like, we're in the middle of covering Deep Space Nine for the show. And Discovery is live right now. Yep. So it's like tonal whiplash between yeah. what thing I'm watching watching any given night. Because they're so wildly different. Yeah, I'm, I just... For all that people are... And my mild, mild spoiler without getting into too many details for Discovery if you're not caught up. Like, for all that people are saying he feels like Q, Carl feels like something straight out of TOS to me. Oh, I had a joke about Carl. What was my joke about Carl, Jake? I don't know who Carl is. Carl was the guy that sits by the door. Oh, uh, I don't remember the joke. I don't remember the joke. I made a good joke. We can cut that tart, Jake or Chris. Don't yeah, leave that you, in. If you remember it's it later. It's going to be a long episode. <laughs> if you remember it later, say it and I'll splice it back in. It's gone. It's fucking gone. Oh, no, no. I remember. Oh, God. Okay. Here, this was it. My, my joke about Carl. And again, you know, spoilers for everything now is that because he's kind of between two worlds, He's Lazarus. Nice. Did he have a beard? He sadly he no. Oh, damn it. Mm. Where's he going to store his gravy? Oh, God. Now I want him to be old <laughs> Lazarus. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I really did not need fucking more mirror universe. No one Giorgio does. nonsense. No one God does. God damn that show. I do like that actual Captain Killy has a very like 1960s hair bump in the back, though. But it's not, it's, so here's the thing, right? It's not actually Captain Killy. It's, it's a projection like, probably. It's yeah, it's like her memories kind of, of Captain Killy. Yeah, but I don't think any of the events that we're seeing are based on actual things. I think it's some sort of like memory palace. Yeah, no, I think people have been comparing situation. it to tapestry. Yeah, oh, yeah, but yeah. I don't even think it's that, I don't even think it's that literal. Because, like, why are all these people on the fucking Discovery? Why is Saru there? It's like, it's, I mean, I guess in the sense, I guess it's true to its mirror universe roots. Yeah. And that everybody just happened, like, you know, the the human trill person is going to appear for no Somehow, reason. Probably. Yeah, in, yeah. and know, that it's just going to be fucking past. ridiculous. Yeah. But no, I, 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 
really want them to not explain what Carl is. Like, everyone's like, oh, he's a Q. It's like, I hope not. Like, don't well, explain it. Well, then his name it. would be, was his name spelled Q-A-R-L in the <laughs> credits? Is it Q, so then yes, he's absolutely, a, he's absolutely a Q. His name is actually an anagram for Q. How does that work? It, do, it doesn't. <laughs> there, there were many times in old oh, Doctor kitty. Who where the master would appear, but he wouldn't have revealed himself as the master yet. And his name would often be an anagram of master. Oh, that's dumb. It is. But again, this also isn't a uh, whatever the fuck show Chris is talking about podcast. Doctor Who. And we've been talking for like 15 hours now and people are sick of us. They are. Have you told us yet what you're looking forward to? Is that what you just did? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, you did. Right. Just wanted to make sure. Because we went on this fucking, we went on this fucking tangent. Yeah. Like we usually do. All right. This episode is over two and three quarters hours long. So ish, maybe we'll see what it gets whittled down to. Let's let's Jake us out toys. All right. Well, next week we will be talking about two episodes of Deep Space Nine. Sneaky. But it's going to kind of feel like one because it's a sneaky ass two parter. Those two episodes will be in Purgatory's Shadow and by Inferno's Light. And yes, if you like what you heard uh, and you want to hear more, but you would prefer to hear about the show itself, uh, Star Trek show. Wow. If you if you like what you heard and you think that we're super duper, but you'd be more interested in hearing us speak about Star Trek shows, check us out. You can find us on uh, SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. We're on, I don't know, Spotify, yep. Google Play, Podcasts. Google's Apple. up in the air because it kind of Yeah, maybe that one's recently. gone. Apple Podcasts, though, for sure. You can find us on Facebook by searching for A Star to Steer Her By. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at SSHB Podcast, or you can find us online at SSHBpodcast.com. Uh, as usual, I have been Caitlin. This be Jake. This has been Chris. And this is always Ames. Happy anniversary, everyone. Oh, Woo! happy anniversary. Yay. Is it really anniversary, though? Yes. But that means year. Yes. Okay. It's better than anniversary. You, you don't know how long my years are. That's true. Maybe we're like. You do measure or... years in 100 week chunks. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>